I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? I'm just gonna stick to Bud Light next from now on. Yeah, yeah, that's the or way just to Bud go. Light. Bud Light next, probably the official beer of Roast Mortem. It <laughs> like it's not the official beer of Roast Mortem. Uh, Roast Mortem is the only show that changes its endorsements halfway through an episode. That's very true. Yeah, very true. You guys Be- need any sponsors? Yeah, we do. What do you got this time? What do I got? I'll bring anything to the table. Chapman can't sponsor us. <laughs> I can't even sponsor me. I get those fucking (laughs) blems. Roast Mortem, sponsored by Mike Regan. I think think our Patreon fund should start going towards getting, like, the Monster M on Mike's hood. Please, no. I I mean, fuck. The car looks good, though. I would take it. I would take the Monster. You got a nice car. That's fine. That's fine. And one of those Chinese cars. Yeah. 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 Okay, hold on. We're starting the show. Travis, are you rolling? I'm rolling. Good. It's time to be uh, on the ball, talk about history here. Welcome to Roast Mortem. It's a show. It's the show, the only show. I hate this. I don't want to say it anymore. You have to. I know. We're getting paid. Right. It's the only show uh, that puts the oral in historical. It's not good. Yeah, it's a great one. for that? I don't even know. (laughs) It's just checks from George Soros. Oh, wait, I just got an email. I got an email. It's supposed to be, we put the anals in the anals of history. Oh, that's good. That's good for three weeks. There we go. There we go. go. Hell yeah. Uh, My name is Tom. I'm Travis. I'm Mike. And I'm Connor. Uh, We're all Chinese tonight. The epic return of Mike. Yeah, I've been in jail. Mike's out. How's uh, your life been? It's pretty terrible. Yeah. (laughs) But that's life. You gotta go through it. Can we get a knee update for the people? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's doing terrible. Uh, it's only like living in a world where I don't have health care and I have to work on a torn ACL all day. It's a very pleasant thing to do. Yeah, but wow. Mike, didn't you just say, you told me off show that you are you just got, well, now I do. you get health care. Well, but now I do, but then I'm like, now I'm broke, so... It's, it's, like the, it's the American way of life. Yeah, so now yeah. I'm living the American dream. As you know, I thought you were white, Mike, but apparently you're not. Doesn't apparently, ma- it doesn't matter anymore. It's not even. It's, it doesn't get me anywhere anymore. Yeah, that's uh, I don't know. You're a white guy with hair. You that's still true. got a future. Yeah. Well, now yeah. I'm selling my body. Smart. Do you, are you going to have an OnlyFans soon? I have one. Nice. My Venmo is Mike sixty nine four twenty. If you want to send me like a bunch of money, and I'll send you like my dirty underwear. This is good. Good money in that. This is good. Tonight's, tonight's show is brought to you by Mike's Dirty Underwear. Yeah. yeah. Pair of hands is what? Like two bucks? I'll, you can resell that. Yeah, you smell it and Big resell profit. it. There you go. Yeah. Can I trade you some uh, for some CSGO skins? Yeah, you have my CSGO foreskin. You can have it. <laughs> cool. 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 Very cool. Connor, how's it going? How's your week? It's been good. Um, last week or a week before, my sister got engaged, which was oh, very nice. exciting. Had yeah, a lot of good celebratory drinks that, the next few nights. Congratulations. I realized that if you drink about a bottle of champagne, because there were like six of us and we went through about seven bottles of champagne, mm. you're going to have real weird farts the next day. Yeah, it does that. 
Like, oh yeah. Not even that smelly, just like sounds, length. Yeah. They feeling. feel wet. Yeah. But they're, but they're not, always dry. They're just always like dry. champagne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say whenever I drink champagne, they turn they're like the hard, like hard stones that just fall out of my butt. <laughs> right? Like they're just like it's like giant sized rabbit poop. I didn't monitor my poops, but um my farts were definitely strange. Mm-hmm. They were like the big pop kind of farts. Yeah. They didn't uh, smell good, like to yourself effort- at least. They no, I didn't really have a scent. They were, effort, they, a scent they were effervescent. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. Like, the old lip smackers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> loud and proud. It's good. Yeah. Oh, that's, loud. Uh, that's cool. That's good. Yeah. Nice. Travis, what's happening on the West Coast? What is it like? Is a Trader Joe's on fire? Dude, Trader Joe's fine. Tra- straight across the street is great. I got Buffalo chicken wrap there sometimes. Uh, I haven't been up to much. I've been doing a lot of research, doing my Duolingo, because uh got to get ready for this episode. we got a lot of <laughs> really languages to do. Learning Mandarin? Uh, no, I was doing Swedish. <laughs> what? Do you, but you're doing... We're, we're, we're in China tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you speaking I, Swedish with? I'm just doing Duolingo in Swedish. I mean, Sweden's for a nice fun? place, I heard. Bjorn. Very expensive. They would they yeah. would fix your knee for you. They would. They would have But they wouldn't let now. you in the country. That's what people don't like to talk about. Yeah. They would let Mike in the country. He's yeah, white. Yeah, I got he's blue eyes and blonde hair. I'm in. They might not let me or you in, but That's right, Mike's blonde. Yeah, it's no true. skateboarding. Swiss there, cheese. You can only snowboard. They got a good skate scene over in Switzerland. So you're learning It's Sweden, but all right. Oh, Sweden, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the same place? No. Are you really serious? Nah. Yeah. Very different. They are different. Oh, well, one well, is over Italy, and the other one is like uh, it's it's like a big old penis. Yeah, hanging, it's hanging off. Yeah. Of- I'm restarted. <laughs> I can't say re- the R words. I gotta say restarted now. I'll restarted. say it for you. Yeah, okay. Not restarted. Great resetted. Uh, yeah. Um. So that's cool. You're learning a language you're never gonna use. I learned some today. Yeah. This is like my fifth time trying to learn uh, Swedish. <laughs> How's it good? Can you say anything to me right now? Um. Just like my name is Travis. Uh, I forgot. See, <laughs> I know the Swedish words for grandmother and grandfather. What's that? So it depends on if it's your mom's dad or your dad's dad, but it's Marmar or Marfar for mom and mom and dad, and then Farmar and Farfar for your dad's parents. Oh, what the fuck? I know it's it's like a made, it sounds made up. Why, why is only gibberish? Why is Ukraine being invaded right now when Sweden's right there? Can't they just same take, colors too? We should can't take they them just down. fuck that country up? <laughs> I just remembered my duo le- Duolingo lesson. It was uh, you had to say hello. It's ni hao. <laughs> oh, good. Ni hao. <laughs> the good global Swedish. language. Yeah. Awesome. Tom, how are you doing? You had a eventful weekend. Yeah, dude. I was out there traveling. Woohoo! Nashville. Nice. I was just there. It's uh. I'm wow. going there in July. Nice place. It's a fucking mess. That place is a god stinking like floppy shithole. <laughs> and I like it. I'll be honest. But uh, fuck, dude. There's something about country people. Oh yeah, fucks. <laughs> they're they are actually. Oh yeah. It's like they have no idea that they're like they're like basi- that. they're basically like blowing each other. And. They're, they're just blowing each other all the time. That's just what it sounds like. Um, I like old country. I like Chet Atkins. I like Hank Williams. I like Vassar Clemens. I like a list of people who... Respectful artists. Yeah. My God, the people who are there now are nothing 
respectable at all. You're not a fan of Florida Georgia line? (sighs) FGL? I I just, I don't understand it. A pair of jeans that fit Joe's right? Come on. You don't want to hear them sing about their pickup trucks? Yeah, going down to the creek, gonna get to see the girl tall boys in the moonlight. In my pickup truck. In my pickup truck. I'm gonna murder my wife and dump her body behind a sycamore bush. It's, <laughs> it's not that the music exists that bothers me so much. It's the fact that you have these like guys who have a somewhat tough image, who like when that song is playing, they're singing along to it. Mm. It's like, like, it's like, like what are you York, fucking though. doing? What you, I hate that they all yeah. wear cowboy hats. All, yeah, it's all so the, stupid, and it's not Texas. It's not Texas. Yeah. You're not yeah. ranching. You're in the fucking Tennessee Valley. Yeah, no one wears a cowboy hat. <laughs> no, none of the locals wear cowboy hats. The craziest part, though, they look crazy down there, and then the, but most of them are like, carrying weapons too. I, like when I was down there, I was like, this dude is like a fucking like he's just an idiot, and he falls down and he's just carrying a pistol. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, because that's his right. right. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Don't like, get on like, his shit, case. Yeah, I mean, I get on his case. But, Did you like, go to Broadway when you were there? The I big don't. messy strip. Kid Rock has a honky tonk down there. No, I don't think. Dude, Kid that. Rock's got a place. Yeah, oh, I, I I'm by, taking I down notes. Realize. I'm going in July. <laughs> yeah, you I gotta book my it. tickets now. You can't miss it. I heard uh, you walk down the street and 10 a.m. on a Tuesday, the bands are warming up, ready to go. These mentally ill people are like, we need live music at 10 a.m. on Tuesday. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I was How beside myself. It. It sounds like, like a nightmare. How is this a way of life? It's slow down there. It's not. Tom. That's Come why on. it's only for bachelor and bachelorette weekends. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Either way, it was nice. I saw my boy Chad, and that's all that matters. Guys, let's get Chad to the name. show. Um, what was that? What a Chad name. He's a Chad fella. Chad. He's a great guy. Chad. <laughs> Love Chad. I know a good Chad. They all are. It's good Chad. All right. So <laughs> let's start the show here, because I know so many Chads. Oh, gonna gonna talk, let's talk about Chad. this Chad. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to be talking about some chat. So uh, chat. this episode is brought to you by Duolingo. Here we go. This is what I'm practicing. Ni hao, chi her, wuman, yao, jeng, da, yoshi, jeng, ta, shi. Did you just call me hello. the F-slur? <laughs> what? Did you just call that me the F-slur? That was just hello. It's <laughs> a lot of no, syllables was, for hello. <laughs> that was hello. Today we are going to be talking about Shang Kai-shek. More like Chad Kai-shek. Sick. Yeah. Thank you. So if you don't know who Shang Kai-shek is, uh, you may have heard of his frenemy, Mao Zedong, right? <laughs> We're going to be talking about that good old country China. Good old China, boy, down in my pickup truck in China. Amen, In brother. the moonlight, tall, pale boys, cold ones in China. I love where we are right now. <laughs> country yeah. China. Yes, con- the yeah. country of China. <laughs> 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 and uh, we, this is going to be a long one, boys, because uh, uh, let me tell you, um, we've done the Russian Revolution. We've talked about the American Revolution. Uh, basically, this revolution is like the most complicated. Th- Even if you take out all of the cultural things as a stupid Westerner and like took out all the confusing names, this shit is so confusing. And I'm going to do my best to try to explain it all. <laughs> I'm going to have a hard time paying attention, so yeah. I'll be drinking. Let's strap Again. in. Is there a lot of incest so, in this one? Uh, no. Oh, wow. Well, dude, what, what kind of weird they all look the same joke was that? No. no fucking, Mike's just, been, Mike, Mike's just been browsing a lot of porn, all right? Come on. Come on. <laughs> it's history. I mean, you fuck your relatives in history. I don't know. It's fucking... Wait, I, I know. I heard you. 
It's true. Crazy. We, really, on our show, they're either it's either incest or they're marrying fourteen year olds. Yeah. So yeah, like, which one are we going to get today? Guess something. Here. Yeah. What, what is this joke? They look fourteen. What is that fucking? <laughs> that's good. That's you're, a, you're, that's call, a you're, good you're saying they look a, look alike, and you're saying they're all fourteen. Oh, oh, I'd kill to have skin. Well, and uh, if, if 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 your future employees and big tech Tom aren't going to hire you by the end of this episode, by the last episode of this series, we're talking a lot about Taiwan. That's good. I is don't know if I recognize. Well, the <laughs> uh, good thing this is D and D lore. This entire episode, <laughs> yeah. correct? Yeah, this is all yeah. made up. All right, cool. So we can talk about whatever we please. Any kind of <laughs> short person. Now, I'm I short. also want to mention. You know, I say quote us on all your research papers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest here. I mean, I've read uh, <laughs> not, not today. <laughs> I've, I've read multiple books on this. I've watched uh, documentaries, all this stuff. And I'm still wrapping my head around it. It's so confusing. I, it, the analogy I came up with, uh, if you're like a Tolkien fan, the Russian Revolution would be like the Hobbit, and the Chinese Revolution is the Similarian. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that is. No, it isn't dumb. Uh, it's just a real nerdy thing. That means it's going to be super confusing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Fire emoji. All right. So without further ado, let's jump into Shanghai Shek. The Generalissimo, as he's called. Hold on one sec. Shanghai Shrek? That's what I just said. <laughs> Shanghai Shrek. Travis is leaving, so let's just keep rolling. We don't need... Generalissimo is probably... If I was a dictator, that would be one of the titles I'd take for myself. Yeah. Among others. There it's are a many, good one. But Generalissimo, just so good. Rolls off the tongue real well. Mm -hmm. I like it. It's, yeah. it's Marshall without being too like hard, you know, like hardline. It's kind of like got a little flair to it. Yeah, it, it, it seems it seems like a word that would spread well on bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like an espresso machine, the Generalissimo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so Chiang Kai Shek was born on a very um, Chinese holiday, Halloween, in 1887 <laughs> in Sikau, China. Oh, that's cool, boys. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Mike, we share a birth month with him. It's great. He, he's yeah. a Scorpio, though. He's not, not Libra oh, gang. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck this piece of shit. He's a dick, I guess. The he doesn't Scorpio. weigh all the balances like me and Mike do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My fair so, friends here. <laughs> so, Sikau, yeah. si China uh, is in the Zhujiang uh, province. Now, um, before we even jump into the episode, let's do a little like geography thing, because I don't even really know... Before researching this, I didn't really know where any of these places were in China. Like, yeah, I heard of Beijing. We're not even going to be talking about Beijing. It's called Peking in Ooh, this episode. I'm going to guess Northwest China. That's my guess. Bad guess. There's Fuck. there's nothing in Northwest China. Seek <laughs> how sounds like Northwest China to me. It does sound like a Northwest uh, kind of thing, but continue, Travis. No. So I want you to imagine uh, China as a dick in balls. If you look at a map of China, you've oh, got... That's hard for me. You've got these two big balls, and then you have a, stort li uh, a little stout shaft coming out, and the king's head is just resting on Korea. I want you to bank that. I visual. got you. I'm, I'm yeah. picturing it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And what? And what? And like the left? Pe the penis is like hanging to the right. If it's you're looking, looking at the other side, just like nothing. Yeah. No, it's it's balls. Penis. Like big balls. All right. Yeah. Big. This sweaty helps. Balls. This yeah. helps actually. Ball yeah. with the ball. So the Zhuyang province is actually the most roundest point of the right nut that extends into the East China Sea. Sick. So if you All imagine right. the right nut, it just like sticks out close to Japan. Okay. 
cool. Um, so, um, Chiang Kai-shek fell out in 1887. Uh, now, the first thing I got to say uh, in China, again, there's a lot of cultural uh, boundaries going on here. The Chinese apparently have, like, millions of names for each other, like, over the course yeah. of their life. Like, your name, like, kind of evolves. So apparently, Chiang Kai-shek went through a whole bunch of different names. Uh, his it's like first prestige name, mode. <laughs> What's that? It's like going through prestige mode in life. Yeah. <laughs> you just yeah. something new every time. You hit level 55. Sick. Choose a new name. It's actually dope. I fuck with that. You get to be Bill de Blasio now. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> so, Mike, Mike bef before you even prestige your name, you get to, you have a milk name. That's what they That's call even it. That's sexier. <laughs> Hold on, my milk name. That's fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's actually a whole Wikipedia Wikipedia page just devoted to like the naming conventions in China, but wow. we're gonna stick with Chiang Kai-shek or just Chang. Um, okay. So we got this milk boy in Sihau, and his father is Shang Shang Chao Su, uh, and he came from a long line of salt dealers dealing that salt. He's mm. a salt bay, right? He's just Sprinkle it on. Sprinkle it on, dog. Now, uh, China, as we're going to see, this is going to be a big part of this first episode. China is not exactly monogamous, their culture. Um, you know, uh, people have a lot of concubines. There's like second wives. Uh, you know, you just kind of go all over the place. Why? Um, probably just because they, I don't know. Like, Lack it's, of it's like just no part order, of their really, culture. Because it's rad as hell, I guess. Yeah, I guess why not? Second one is dope. Is, is it like a financial thing, though? Like, people at the top of the financial tier, do they get to bang more than the people at the bottom? Oh. Well, or, even or the, the people at the bottom even get like, to... The even the, Sorry, what were we saying? Yeah, even the peasants can, like, you know, have multiple wives. Oh, so I mean, if, you're like, if you're like an emperor, you have, like, you know, a whole harem. Like, there, it's like the, like the Middle East. There was a... I forget what time period of China, but there was a Chinese emperor who had 10,000 concubines what? that they had like built their own like mini city for all the concubines of the emperor. Wow. N not to sound like crass, but that sounds really annoying. There's no way he had sex with all of them. There's, wow. there's no way. Like. I mean, Gene Simmons did it almost maybe. Probably yeah, right? not. Well, well Chamberlain claims to have done it. So good for Wilt, you know, um, but all I'm the saying is that we know now that China is just filled with charming men. Yeah, and they're very, Mormon. Who knew they were Mormon? Yeah, very charming. <laughs> very charming, very Mormon. Now, Chiang Kai-shek will eventually convert to Christianity. So, um, Chiang's yeah, mother was uh, his father's second wife. So this was something, when we get to that, he kind of struggles with it. He's like, my mom was a whore. Oh, no. <laughs> he was right. Yeah. Um, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of blows. Dirty whores. Yeah. But anyway, his father dies at the age of eight, leaving his mom, Wang Si Shu, uh, to kind of, you know, just. I can't believe it. I just saw a dick with an eyeball looking down at a shoe. I can't fucking unsee that. Oh, I see it. <laughs> so, yeah, so she's left, you know, to keep the family afloat. And also, I think for whatever reason. Uh, she had to take care of like his first wife's children. Maybe his first <laughs> wife died. I don't remember. Or maybe it's just like I don't know. You deal with all of them. Yeah. First um, wife in over there. It's a the the first wife becomes the man. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. And then get those pants. She on. marries a bunch of different concubines. Right. Right. Yeah. And they all shop at LL Bean. <laughs> now, Shanghai Shek always. I mean, he. It's just like Western culture, right? Where like he loved to play up his poor little orphan boy story. He's like, yeah. Oh no, I don't have a dad. But his yeah. family was actually pretty well off in terms of like Chinese people. Like they weren't crazy wealthy, but they weren't like a Chinese rice farmer it, peasant. You know what right. I mean? Like they're a, a rice cleaning class. family. So, fucking brick scrubbing family. <laughs> fucking yeah. sun hat designer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's basically works at PacSun. Like he's got <laughs> enough sick. for him to get Aunt Annie's like every other day. Oh god, you know? I gotta work there. More pretzels, <laughs> Papa. <laughs> yeah, we get the stale ones at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, heat them up a little bit. That'd be right. Yeah, if you have bad teeth, you just throw them in the microwave. <laughs> yeah, cover them in butter. <laughs> you don't need dental if you don't need teeth to eat these bitches. Yeah. I'll blend them up. So, Chiang Kai-shek was described as a naughty boy, um, but he was a very good patient. Patient. A uh, student. Uh, <laughs> he was a very good patient. Patient. Uh, I mean, I, uh, I feel like you're going to say a lot of that, that kind of mistake tonight because it just sounds Chinese. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, exactly, yeah. Very good exactly. patient, yes. Very good. Beautiful patient, patient you are. <laughs> uh, he, was, he was a really good student and... It's kind of crazy because I was reading a little bit about what children have to do in like pre-communist uh, China, and it's basically just like learn Confucianism and then just like memorize the alphabet. Like that's pretty much like your schooling. That's pretty like, easy. Or all the characters, not even the alphabet. It's like all yeah. the different characters the for writing. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have like thousands of characters, right? It's yeah, like elementary school. That's it. Yeah. Well, it's like elementary school where you got to learn Confucianism and then you have to learn every word symbol. All right. Confucian. Uh, we did a Confucius episode. It was probably the shortest roast mortem ever. There's not a lot going on there. You know, we don't really know much about it, right? <laughs> well, yeah, because he was born in uh, 500 BC. Yeah. 550 yeah. BC. Hers uh, all made up. No, we know a few things about him. We know he killed someone, um, which was awesome because he was basically like, I'm. I'm the prophet in this town. <laughs> Not you. Not you. And I'm the one with the government authority. So you're dead. Yeah. And Shanghai that's Shek was that's a what big you learn. That's a Chinese virtue. He was a big fan of Confucius. And he was a big fan of like these legendary Chinese generals that I can't pronounce their names at all. And they're. Oh, I played Dynasty uh, Warriors. I can help you out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 He's General the one Sao's. that shows up Lu and Bu. does like that superpower. Cow cow. <laughs> Lubu is awesome. Oh my god, Lubu! Yeah, that was yeah. Lubu is always like the really overpowered guy yeah. in Dynasty Warriors. The fucking a huge spear. ass pike. Oh, oh Lubu sounds like a jazz singer. No, he uh, his girlfriend was uh, Dion Wei. Oh my god, I love Dynasty so much Warriors. Yeah, Such was, a good game. <laughs> Such a good game. Uh, so one. the late nineteenth and early twentieth centuries in China was a very turbulent time, and uh, some could say that Chiang Kai Shek was born into revolution. Now, just to kind of set the scene, this is going to be a lot of scene setting here, because, like, you can't really understand the revolution without kind of painting all these different factions in China and what's going on. Uh, the, China was ruled by the Qin Dynasty, which was based out of Manchuria. So if you imagine that Chinese dick that I did with the balls, right? Mm -hmm. Manchuria is the, the tip of the penis, right? The one that's sitting right on Korea. Korea. Okay. Right? And then right next to it's Mongolia. Now, the Qin Dynasty 
you can imagine them much like the Romanovs. Uh, coincidentally, both dynasties were roughly around for the same period of time. The Romanovs started their power in 1630 and the Quins in 1644. So, pretty tight. Yeah. Um, now, the, this dynasty was super corrupt, much like Imperial Russia. Um, and China was pretty much just a feudal state, right? So you had, you had the main emperor, but then you had all these different warlords or, like, governors that, you know, that controlled various provi- provinces in China. Um, so, yeah, super corrupt and feudal and very ass backwards for the late 19th century. <laughs> um, Isn't it like, um, like provinces? Just think like states if you're American. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they don't call them states, but like there's all these different areas, yeah. and they all have their own rules. So I mean, they use yes, yeah, it's, it's a like that, term, but, but just like a weaker federal oversight, right? Yeah, yeah. it's like they if, can if, fight amongst each other. Almost. I was gonna compare it to an right. anime, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, it, I mean, it's like, it would be like if uh, if DeSantis <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, could actually like make an army and then like fight, um, like invade Georgia to like yeah, invade Georgia, yeah. <laughs> and Biden, all Biden could do would be like, no, stop. Biden just stand there, kind of yeah. bobbling his head, yeah, gone because it wasn't love really peaches. organized. Love peaches. Yeah, it's like the yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, to make Chaos. matters worse, on top of this feudal state. You had all these Western imperialist countries like Britain, France, Germany, Russia, America, all shoving their hard colonial dicks into the country. So they were like, you know... Just the tip, though. Just yeah, the just, tip the tip. For, just, just the tip. Just a tip for a sphere of influence. Well, I mean, uh, during the 19th century, the British, in particular, put the whole shaft in with the mm. Opium Wars. Uh, that really fucked the country up. We can't go into the whole Opium War, because that's a whole other subject. Um, but yeah, the China was fucked because of the opium wars and yeah. <clears throat> when Chang was 13, the Boxer Rebellion kicked off, which I remember actually learning in high school, f- surprisingly. I don't know why that's one of the only like Chinese events we were taught. No, that's <laughs> not true. We learned the, the New Year's. Oh yeah. Year of the Dragon right here. Yeah. Same here, baby. I think, oh, yeah. I think I'm Rooster. Yeah. I think Tom's it was year of the pig. Wow, Tom, you're gonna have your dragon birthday probably while the episode's going. Yeah, we're rolling right into my birthday tonight, guys. Hell yeah! Happy yeah. birthday, Tom. <laughs> scared <laughs> <out> of you. <laughs> Tom's turning sixty nine today. Yep, that's yeah. <laughs> first time. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a pleasure. That's fucking lit. He's Forever born at four twenty a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mike, you want lit. you want to start a new uh, clothing line called Forever Sixty Nine? We can open up in the mall. <laughs> I think you just told our idea to everyone on Rose Forum. Cut that! Cut that! <laughs> you cut, cut that out, Zwick. <laughs> I mean, I would do it. We should pitch. Uh, we should pitch lots of good ideas on the show as right. history history presents opportunities to think about things in a different light. Just shoot it out there. We're copywriting it here. Yeah, go start yeah, the business. Wrote. Give us a percentage. Please. Yeah. You do yeah. the work. We take a small cut. Exactly. So yeah, I'll be quiet. I'll I want to see that. that. Word. I want to see it. Forever right. 69. Forever 69. So uh, the Boxer Rebellion, um, basically this was a group of Chinese nationalists going around massacring foreigners and Christian Chinese um, just because of all of... This is very summing it up, you know, very brief, but... 
Um, these nationalists were like, get the fuck out of our country. Wanted to get all the Western people out. There was fighting. The Japanese were involved. The Americans were involved. It was a hot mess. And China at this point is like a powder keg ready to blow. Cool. So at the age, at the age of 14 now, it's 13 bucks for a billion a year later, uh, Shang's mom was like, time for you to wife up. You know, you're 14 years old. You're a big boy. <laughs> I'd be like, hell yeah. Time to get your first of many wives. Yeah, you got Yo. one piece of hair coming off your chin. We got to beat the second out there. <laughs> Go find yeah. yourself a wife. So, uh, well, he doesn't even find a wife. Uh, his mom finds a wife. Her name was Mao Fume. Oh. And she was an illiterate peasant that was 19 years old. So he's got a 19 year old. He likes older women. It's hot. Yeah. But she can't, and she can't read, which is even hotter. Well, Shang was actually embarrassed about his wife. He was like, oh, my wife can't even read. She's so dumb. Look at her counting rice in the corner. Yeah, just <laughs> giving her notes, you dumb fucking slut. <laughs> yeah. You fucking What does this uh, say? What does this <laughs> say, huh? And she just has to stand there embarrassed and dishonored. So funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so the two wouldn't actually have a child until eight years after they married. Like, that's how kind of estranged this whole thing was. Damn. Like. He was like, "All right, I'll have to marry this, uh, you know, Mao Fume because my mom wants me to, but we're not gonna fucking do anything." Oh, that must imagine that. Be imagine her. being a nineteen-year-old and you are getting forced to marry a fourteen-year-old, and he's like pouting. He's like, "Oh, my mom's making me do this. I don't even want to marry." <laughs> yeah. So, do you want to like bang or something? And she's like, Dumb "No, I want to play cod." <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll be over here making a, <laughs> a necklace out of uh, acorns. <laughs> Yeah, Chang's like, I asked for a wakeboard for Christmas, not a wife. <laughs> I mean, oh, beautiful. Mike, you ever think about picking up wakeboard? Yeah, actually, yeah. It's probably better on the knees. Actually, I heard it's pretty. That one that you're like locked in. So, like, it's like kind of like snowboarding. It's like there to meet you. Yeah. I heard that's bad for your knees, though, wakeboarding. It's a lot of pounding on the knees. Uh, no okay. poundage going on on my knees. Mm. Well, yeah, no poundage going on with Shang Kai Shek at all. Um, oh, no bang, no no bang, no bang, no, no bang, bang, over here. Yeah. Oh, a good fourteen. Doesn't even want to put it in. Shut up. <laughs> um, so now he's attending uh, probably the coolest name for a school, Dragon River School. Oh, that is pretty dope. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, my school. The their, their was team hot mascot. Sauce. Yeah, their team. Their school mascot was the Bulldogs. I, yeah, I don't know why they didn't go for like dragons. <laughs> not, not the eagles. The Dragon yeah. River Bulldogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, now he took his his first step into becoming a true revi- revolutionary by cutting off his queue. Now, if you've ever seen pictures of Chinese people, probably in the states or whatever, but back around this time, you know they have the long braid in the back, right? Like. Mm-hmm. That long braid that comes down kind of looks like a rat tail. Yeah. You know, that thing. Mm-hmm. So you cut that off? Well, he cut off his queue, and actually there was a law that this the Quinn Dynasty set up that all citizens had to keep a queue. For whatever reason, I don't know why. So they get dragged like, easily. Or bald? No, you get uh, the that was a rat tail. Yeah, what if you're bald? Well, then you're fucking dead. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Good thing about a queue is that's the last place you lose hair. Oh, it is? Oh, that makes yeah. sense. In yeah, the back like there? Right here. Yeah, like, like, think about like shitty hair in the back. <laughs> like fucking. Well, that's, that's what Elon did. He had a hair transplant, so they basically took the hair from the back of his head and put it on top that's of his so head. So insane. I think Trust they put. Me. I think they put uh, 
the hair off a young child's head on his head. <laughs> yeah, it was his blood boy, but his blood boy is blood getting boy. too old, so they just took his hair. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. another job I got Lincoln to, blood boy. <laughs> They're not going to want you with a bum knee now. That my knee is nothing to do with my blood? Uh, that's what you think. You think yeah. I have a Rich blood? guys think differently. Yeah, like, I don't know, he's limping around. That might be a blood thing. <laughs> if he had stronger blood, he wouldn't have gotten hurt. Yeah. That's fucked so, Shanghai Shen- Shek takes this big step. He cuts off his cue. He's like, fuck you. Like, it's like, I don't know. What's the it's equivalent of doing something? I mean, you can't really even do anything rebellious nowadays, but. Everything is so uniform. Oh, yeah. you know, uh, be, be a uh, trad. Uh, okay. In Portland. Be a trad dad in Portland. <laughs> the fuck is that? Get a wife and family and move into a house and oh, mow the lawn. <laughs> oh, rebel. Normal. Yeah. Be exceptionally normal in, in yeah. Portland. If you do it in other places, totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Shen Kai-shek tells his mom, he's like, I want to get a, into a career in the military. She's like, no, you, you got to become a merchant or a lawyer or some shit. We got some money. I'm going to send you to a good school. He's like, no, I want to join the military. And at the time, the Chinese military was very much, like, looked down on, right? Like, there's people are like, who the hell would join the military? That's stupid. Yeah, I mean, just pretend it's today. Yeah, who would join the military? How do you feel about the military? (laughs) (laughs) So now we have mentioned it in the past, the Russo-Japanese War, right? Um, Now, in this war, the Japanese mashed the fuck out of Russia. And they were one of the first, or I think the first, Asian countries um, with a modern military that was able to whoop the shit out of Westerners. So the very first. Ev- yeah. Everyone in Asia is like, dude, Japan, look at them. That's what you got to be like. Yeah. Now, had Tom Cruise training them. Yeah. <laughs> they did. They did. So, yeah, I was paying attention. <laughs> he, finished, he finished fighting the civil war and then he went yeah. to train the japanese yeah. yep. <laughs> had to so yeah every, if you're in asia everyone's like you know if you want to get a degree or like get a military education you're going to go to japan because that's where the modern military is so at the age of 18 in 1906 shang packs up his bags and leaves his wife because you know I don't know. She's I'm, off, I'm doing like, the math. He still hasn't banged her, so yeah, no, <laughs> still, still hasn't four more years. Twenty two. I jumped yeah. right. To, uh, that's quick yeah. math for me. I'm half Chinese yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> his wife actually got the wakeboard, so she was out wakeboarding around. <laughs> uh, he just was like, all right, later, uh, and he leaves his wife and mom and heads off to Tokyo. Oh, sick. Now there were actually at the time there were a lot of Chinese studying in the Tokyo military academies. The problem was was that you had to get appointed by the Chinese government in order to become an exchange student at these academies. So Shang just like shows up and he's like, "I'm a show me how to fire a gun," and they're like, "No, get the fuck <laughs> out of here." <laughs> it's weird in a time when everyone looked down on them, they would just shoo away a perfectly good, cueless boy. Yeah. I mean, he got a lot of very strange looks for not having a cue. Now, these few months in Tokyo were probably some of the most important um, months of his life. Because not only did he pick pick up the lifelong habit of buying expensive Japanese prostitutes with lots of squid in all the orifices... He also met the leading man of the revolution against the Quinn dynasty and their Manchu government, and that man was Sun Yat-sen. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember this guy. Yeah. 
Sun Yat-set and his revolutionaries, this revolutionary group was called the Alliance Alliance Society. Alliance Sun Yat-set. That sounds like a boat name. Sun Yat-set. Yeah. Sun Yat-set. Nice. He's a cool guy. Sun Yat-sen. Yeah, Sun Yat-sen. Oh, Sen. Then never mind. Doesn't sound like anything. Gobbledygook. (laughs) Sorry, I'm restarted. It sounds kind of like Yahtzee. Yeah, Sun Yat-sen. Sun Sounds anti-Semitic. I don't like it. <laughs> so the Alliance Society stood for what Yat-sen said uh, called the Three People's Principles. And this was nationalism, democracy, and people's livelihoods. That's what they believed in. Um, now, uh, Sun Yat-sen was not just a young upstart revolutionary like Chiang Kai-shek was. He had actually been in the game for a while. He had studied in Hawaii where he became a doctor um, and was introduced to Western-style democracy. And he had been doing this for about 10 to 15 years before uh, you know Chiang, Chiang Kai-shek comes along. And currently he was actually exiled from China living in Japan. So he kind of runs into this group. Chiang Kai-shek runs into this group that's hanging around the military academy that, you know, are like, let's take down the government. <laughs> Sounds cool. Yeah. yeah Sounds, Sounds like a good up. crew to roll with. Yeah. So, a doctor in Hawaii, eh? Why the, yeah. Why would you leave Hawaii? I'd be like, I'm chilling here. It's interesting. This group was actually formed. It had another name. It changed. China just loves changing names all the time, which makes things really confusing because this group is going to be called something else later. I think in China it was, or in Hawaii, it was formed as like the Free China Foundation or something. It was like a bunch of Chinese guys in Hawaii. I don't know. Basically, Hawaii changed the course of China's future forever, which is kind of weird to think about. Well, it would change all of Japan's history as well. Just yeah, uh, down the line. <laughs> Different way, yeah. Just yeah. took a little longer, <laughs> a little, but it little got twist, there. but it changed. Yeah. Some good waves. <laughs> Wow, Hawaii is really important. <laughs> Fuck. Why is that little fucking place so important? Yeah, why isn't it Easter Island? That place is way cooler. Mm-hmm. Why isn't it just anywhere else? It's, it's like right in the middle. It's so far to get there. It's like in the middle of America and Well, no, Japan. The, the island that's in the middle is midway. <laughs> Alberta's going to be the next big one for the, this century. Alberta? You think so? Yeah. Calgary? Yeah. Calgary? Calgary and yeah. Edmonton? Yep. <laughs> Nice. Edmonton. That's the future. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we shouldn't get into Hawaiian history now because it just would take a long time. Yeah. yeah. We have China on our hands. I know. And we oh, also we have do. Chinese at the front door. Oh. Is it here? It's here. Yeah. Oh, it's Sorry, here. Sorry, Travis. <laughs> yeah. And it's right, warm right. outside. Get Chinese. Well, I'm Mike, right. and uh, that's Travis, it's Tom, and that's Connor. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back have a good next night, week everyone. <laughs> for this eight part episode. Yeah. We're <laughs> it quits. All right, I'm going to go grab a smoke while you guys are getting food. <laughs> let me uh, let me hit how many hit this ancient Chinese vape. Is that Sun Jewel? <laughs> sun Sun Jewel. Uh, yeah. So it's Sun Sun Yat Sen because there's another. I was I was listening. One of the books was an audio book, and the other one was a regular book. And there's a Sun and there's a Soon, and it sounds exactly the same. It's like the person Wait, put a Chinese accent on. Is Sun Yat? I thought it was Sun Yat-sen. They're two different people? No, there's Sun Sun Yat-sen and then like TV Sun. And oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a different person. It's disgusting. <laughs> I think that's part of why I've never read Chinese history is because the names just 
yeah. are so confusing to all my made Western up. brain. Like, <laughs> all our names always... are made up, but like yeah. English yeah. names are easier. It's like Lord Whipplesnapple is like easier to follow. Yeah, because that's history. <laughs> yeah. That I mean, I just, that's but I, I just imagine the poor little Chinese kid like reading about like Bartholomew. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why are there so many Georges? <laughs> all right. Shang swore an oath to the Alliance Society that he would cast off the yoke of the Quin Dynasty and free China. Um, problem was that he couldn't stay in Tokyo with his new friends because he wasn't working and he wasn't enrolled in the academy. So he has to pack his bags, goes back home, sees his wife for a few seconds, and then goes to a Chinese military school. And from there, somehow he was properly nominated to attend the Japanese, uh, the Imperial Japanese Army Academy. These I say love that paperwork. It, it was yeah. It, that's a roundabout it, way of getting there. Yeah, but also like he was like a nobody. You know what I mean? Like these uh, appointments usually were, you know, you're stroking somebody's chopstick and you're getting in. You know. So you're saying, Chang, definitely, yeah, definitely sucked a dick. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, a okay, military good. dick. You think it was sucking or something else? Uh, maybe a little peeking. <laughs> maybe. Just peeking a ween. He was oh, yeah. a ladder so, of success. Interestingly enough, when he goes back to China to join this uh, the Chinese military school, he had to... Remember, he cut his cue off. So part of like the Sun Yat-sen um, followers, they all cut their cues off, too. So they would actually attach like fake cues to their heads when they were in China. <laughs> That's the dumbest shit. Nothing yeah. like getting home from a long day of work and pulling off your fake cue. Really, yeah. really way to unwind. It's like literally the backwards tie of the American <laughs> salary boy. You know? I was singing like a head merkin. You mean a wig? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hat. Um, yeah, I would like also, if it was like their hats attached to it. <laughs> they have bald caps like also just to make it easier, like stick on there. Also, another sign of like... Um, Sun Yat-sen's like rebels would he would send out scissors and like barbers became like a kind of group of revolutionaries like I feel like I've seen that in like Chinese shows inspired shows or stuff like the barbers are kind of like underworld um, because like that's where these revolutionaries would be like cutting off their cues and kind of congregating I mean, around the barbers historically speaking like hairstyle goes a long way with revolutionaries I mean look at the 90s with uh, frosted tips and what characters we got from that. The revolution. A bunch of heroes, that's what I'll say. I mean, that's what I'm saying, yeah. I know you're joking, but in ancient Rome, hairstyle is a huge part of being, like, revolutionary. So, like, Caesar and his, like, contemporaries all um, were clean-shaven, whereas, like, the people that were, like, before them all had beards. Oh, and so uh. it was, like, a big deal that, like, Caesar was, like, this trendsetter by cutting, by shaving his beard. What a wow. bitch. They yeah, probably said really burly mean things. Beard. And then it flipped like a hundred years later. Like one of the emperors was like, I'm going to have a beard. So fuck all of you. And everyone's like, all right, beards are back. That happens <laughs> generationally here. Yeah, you know, I mean, it does. Yeah. yeah, we haven't had a facial hair president since what? Like the 19th century? Or Teddy? Yeah, I think. For sure. Teddy. Well, it's like, really, it like a fireman's coat or some shit in the White House. Yeah, they got to make sure they can put one of those oxygen masks yeah, on you. No, <laughs> no problem. Obama would have been pretty cool with some chops. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Up. Obama with mutton chops—they abolished the term limits and they they let him run again. <laughs> they they just just change your name to Blackula and you can run again. <laughs> so so Shang is now studying with the Japanese military at this academy. So 
if you know the story at all, it's kind of uh, spoil like kind of weird foreshadowing weirdness because the Japanese are going to be a big part of the story next week, um, and not heroes <laughs> at all well, for China. To... Yeah, for China. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> heroes to Japan. Hero. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so Shang actually was part of the Japanese army from 1909 to 1911. Um, and he actually really liked Japanese culture. He respected the fact that they were, like, super clean and they liked order. Um, there was actually this quote where he was like, or not a quote, but like a moment in the book where he was describing in his journal, um, he was, like, taking the ship from China to Japan. He was like, look at all these Chinese people. They're spitting on the floor. Like, their kitchens are disgusting. Like, there's no hygiene. And then he goes to Japan and, like, everything is so clean and, like, organized. You know, Tra- Japanese Travis, style. are you telling me that Chiang Kai-shek was a weeb? Yeah, he was a super <laughs> big weeb. Yeah. So first, first Chinese weeb I've ever heard of. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the Japanese culture just revolves around, like, unchecked OCD, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I watched a bunch of those Japanese movies and Chinese movies. And I will say, the Japanese ones are very... Uh, even the worst of them have some kind of weird honor about them. Well, that was a big thing, too, is Shang was really, I mean, he's a military guy, so he really liked, he connected with the law of Bushido, which is like the samurai oh, code sick. of honor, and like basically the Sepuku. Japanese chivalry, if you don't All know All right, B- basically he sounds pretty gay right now, because <laughs> I think that's everyone I, I've ever seen at a convention. Yeah, did he also have uh, a body pillow? Like- yeah. <laughs> I have yeah, I have a Bushido I have a Bushido body pillow of a naked Yo, lady. I back him. <laughs> Fuck the haters. People are into that Bushido the Bushido weeb specifically. I like samurais and shit. That's why a like dangerous samurais? breed of pedophile. I follow the way of the blade. <laughs> I like, why can't I like samurais? You can like samurais. But, but don't, like, don't make it your identity, Mike. Yeah, that's it's fine. I like samurais I don't, too. I can't walk around like this like I'm about to unsheathe my fucking sword. <laughs> no, because you should you get arrested. <laughs> Work. Mike's limp- right. limping around, holding his cane like a samurai. Yeah, I always do that before. I was like, "Hello, flashback." He used to do that, and he used to do lightsaber shit. Mm. I I watched this. <laughs> I watched this thing a long time ago. There was like that suicide forest in Japan. There was some guy who had a weeb here in oh. the states who took out a samurai sword and defended someone on a subway. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Wait, that, at, at a well, subway or? Uh, we could have used that guy yesterday. On, on the subway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> could have used him uh, to kill that black cop, which is... I love how no one could really dig their teeth into that one. It's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> we should do a bonus episode just about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. But uh, this dude who... He got, like, internet famous for, uh, I don't know, breaking up a fight because he had a samurai sword. He ended up being a total pedophile, uh, living in squalor by choice, mostly. His mom was paying for everything. Mm. He was just a disgusting person. And then he ended up, like, drowning to death while rowing, like, a 13-year-old girl out to an island to go bang her. And huh. fell out. Yeah, it was, like, this oh. crazy thing. Oh, my thing. God. This is real. I'm not making it up. I might have some of the facts a little bit off, but that happened. <laughs> Tom's working so on a script you, in case yeah, he can't yeah, tell. Yeah, right. I, I just want to remind everyone that if you see a guy with a, a samurai sword all willy-nilly, probably pedophile. Well, Good to know. Yeah, Shang's Probably walking around with samurai. his pedophile uh, samurai sword. <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, now, him back. while he's doing, while he's in the army, while he's in the academy, he's keeping in touch with his Japanese uh, 
uh, boys ex- expats, right? The uh, the the Alliance Society that are in Tokyo, right? Uh, with Sun Yat-sen. Secret friends. Um, he <laughs> m- makes friends with this guy named Shen Kumei, who was had infamous con- connections to the Green Gang in Shanghai. Gang Green. <laughs> is this Kumei character? Is, is his name spelled Kum? Uh, it's Kumini. Shen Shen Kumei. Oh, I thought you said Q I M E I. I was trying to make a joke for Zoomers. Oh. <laughs> now, uh, this connection with the Green Gang, well, it's going to come into play again. He gets embroiled with this kind of underworld um, thing, but basically he's friends with a gangster, um, which, you know, I feel like a bunch of our other people get connected with gangsters and then they do stuff. Gangsters are cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Now, in 1911, China exploded with the Wuchang Uprising in Hunbei. Um, th- this was in connection with Sun Yat-sen's group, and basically a bunch of people took over the capital in Hunbei, and um, they took over like the rail lines and like said it was a nationalist rail line now, and it's owned by the people. Um, and now, surprisingly, Sun Yat-sen was actually in America drumming up support uh, from American Chinese when all this went went down, so like he didn't even plan it. He was like, "Oh fuck, they're doing it now. I'm in I'm in America. What the fuck?" So what? He's... I missed the bus, guys. Yeah. Wait for me, please. Yeah. So he's talking to Chinese people in America who are building a railroad, while the other Chinese people are going, "This is our railroad." Yeah, conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Maybe we're gonna build this fucking bridge, and then we're gonna burn it down on the first trip. <coughs> fuck it. Fuck the government. Rock and roll, they said. Or walk and roll. Uh, Keep on walking. There's at least like five different restaurants uh, around me called walk and roll. It's yeah, we got we got one that just opened in Huntington. Oh, jeez. <sighs> so unoriginal. Really cool, guys. Is it like a hard rock cafe? That would be a good name. Hard walk cafe. Yeah. Take yeah. it to the next That's level sick. there. That's good. That's good, Mike. Oh, that'll be, yeah. that'll be open in the food court. They'll be open in the food court next to Forever 69. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also a food court. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a chain that, restaurant, that, Forever 69. Yeah. Which is hot dogs. You just eat someone's ass in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it's burnt no, hot you, dogs and split Will you pairs. be dining or will you be the meal today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Good> Both. <laughs> Both, please. Uh, so I'll take they, diet. They, they have this rebellion, the Wu-Chang Rebellion. And they set up a provincial government, and Sun Yat-sen returns. He's elected president in Nanking. And all this time, like, the Qin Dynasty is, like, uh, putting pressure on them. They're sending troops down. Basically, uh, Nanking is south of, right, we're talking about Manchuria and Peking, which are in, like, the north, the penis right, area. Right, the tip. Yeah. The, and yeah, now all this area. is happening in the right ball. Nothing in our story happens in the left ball. That the was left ball, ball is the Gobi Desert. Yeah, just yeah. in case you're wondering. Okay, right. there is nothing there. Yeah, Gobi, Gobi empty. No, yeah, Gobi empty. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It, it, no, it's, nothing's there. There's no like. Not much. Um, that's where the Uyghurs are. The Uyghurs. Um, but the Chinese will tell you that there are no Uyghurs in the Gobi Desert. Right. Right. That's yeah. uh, people look like Eminem. Oh. <laughs> Oh, man, they put all those M&M men in a camp. Yep. Bunch of bleached blonde fucking... Yeah. (laughs) People from Detroit. Yeah. (laughs) The Six Mile Camp. So in the South, they've set up this, like, 
rebellion government and the Quinn dynasties like pushing all these like northern troops down and they're trying to hold on power. Um, but basically, there was enough pressure. Excuse me. That was a that was a Bud Light next burp. Oh, nice. Um, so they put enough pressure, and the warlords in the north, like the warlords, are like people aren't happy with the emperor. It's obvious. Also, the emperor was like a boy emperor, right? Like he had no power. It was one of those situations where it was like, look yeah, at this child. Yeah, <laughs> it's the easiest way to pass the buck. Right. And now remember, the real power in China rested with these warlords, right? So like. Yeah, the emperor's cool, but, like, the warlords want to keep their power. So um, they force the emperor to abdicate the throne, and they set up their own government in the north in Peking, if that makes sense. So basically, you have, in Nanking, you have Sun Yat-sen and the rebels, and then in the north, you have now a new government that's run by northern warlords. Did the warlords, like, have a puppet emperor at all or did they just like dispose of the whole idea of an emperor uh they set up a uh republic for now okay they had a they had a president but yeah <laughs> he, he didn't really have any power what did uh, they do with the boy kid we're gonna get there <laughs> oh that's yeah sounds like something's coming yeah yeah i thought i was getting a who cares but <laughs> no uh, so we got a this tease. is <laughs> this is why it's confusing. If it was just the Civil War, if just the North and the South fighting, we'd be fine. So let's simplify. America, we simplified it. And then the Chinese yeah. took it, they made the sequel, and it's all confusing. They added all these storylines and subplots. It yeah. has to do oh. with how many alphabet characters they have. <laughs> Bunch of we only had three. USA. Yeah. yeah. They got, come on. Come on. <laughs> Too many. They got seek home. You don't you know think about it. Like that that novelty where the Chinese guy writes your name on a piece of rice. Everyone knows how to do that cuz they have so many of them. You got an 8 and a half uh an 8 and a half by 11 sheet of paper. You got to make it work for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so with all this action going on in China, Chiang Kai-shek he's still in the Japanese army. He's a non-commissioned officer at this point. He's like I got to go back to China. Everything's kicking off. This is what I'm what I'm fighting for. And like in a very like anime weeb style, uh, the book describes a uh, like him and his squad are drinking sake together and he picks up uh, some boiled water and drinks the boiled water instead of the sake, which is apparently a symbol that he's going to battle and he won't return. Oh. He just flexed mad hard. Just yeah. fucking pulled out his dick basically. I love yeah. sake. More yeah, liquor sake, should be served good. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to drink the liquor than... if you're going to die, though? Yeah, I feel like that's kind of yeah, missing right? the point. Right. <laughs> that's because you fucked up, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, boiled water doesn't sound good. No. Chang became I mean, a big fan of boiled water uh, later on in his life. So we're <laughs> talking a lot about fuck? boiled water. Can we skip everything and just do that for an hour? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Shang goes back to China for the ensuing battles. Uh, he fucks up some imperial. They, basically, they call it the Imperial North in China. He fucks up imperial forces um, near Shanghai in the Jiangsu province. Um, are they using guns at this point still? Or are they like have yeah? They, it's nineteen twelve, Mike. Yeah, but do they have like got, like? They oh yeah, shit guns. They have like, shitty guns still. The like, crups were giving them. Uh, you weren't there for the crups, but uh. Krupp was. Arm on both sides, I think. Not not of this, but definitely the Boxer Rebellion. So they're definitely Krupp guns. For there. sure. 
Yeah, and, and they have um, guns, but is it more like hand-to-hand combat? Stuff? No, it's it's no, like it's um, guns. picture like pre-World War One oh, yeah, warfare. Right. Yeah, it's just it's before, still, oh, yeah. it's, it's still yeah. like that. It's and, they're wor- worse equipped than the European powers of World War One, but same style of like single shot bolt action rifles. Right. right. And and as as we'll see, uh, I mean, this is just as it's kicking off right now. But as we'll see, as we as the West and America and England, all these, we love to stick our our dicks into like these conflicts to kind of bet on who's going to win. So they're getting money and guns from like other places, right? That that um. You know. Oh, okay, I got you. But, big business. But technically, this northern government is the one that's internationally recognized. So, like, Sun Yat-sen's group, like, that's a rebel faction. The northern one is what the rest of the world is like. That's China's capital is in Peking, which Peking right. is Beijing before. Two Chinas. Yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, crazy. Imagine having two Chinas today. God. How crazy that would be. Imagine yeah, having a lot two... more iPhones. Yeah. A lot more yeah. dead employees who have been making <laughs> iPhones. <laughs> Imagine having two Koreas too. That'd be like crazy, wild stuff. Oh, yeah. sick! If one of them was free and prosperous, and uh, and then the other and, one was the it, south. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, you do the uh, joke. Shang, Shang's uh, troops that he leads in these original attacks are called the Dare to Die troops. It's pretty fucking cool. Dare to die, boys. Uh. <laughs> that's a good name. That's a, that's up there in the in a, the nice military names. Yeah. Did they, they did their know. shirts like was it the Dare logo, and then two die but with yeah. like two, like two mad sick drugs are really excellent. Yeah. And then there's like an <laughs> off colored Sonic like on the side, printed in printed in Wuhan at the sweatshop. In Comic Sans it just says Obama on the side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd wear that. You know what I'm talking about? You ever seen those? I've like, seen that. Like boy. backpacks with the Sonics, just those Obama next to it. <laughs> Gabe Gabe found that shirt, by the way. I saw him wearing it. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a gem. Um, so, remember, all right, his gangster friend, uh, Chen Chimei, right? So, he is now, that gangster guy is now a leader in this, in Sun Yat Sen's kind of quasi government in the South. And, uh, Basically, he's like, yo, Sun Yat-sen, look how good Chang is doing. He's like fucking all these guys up. So Chang becomes a regimental commander of the People's Army of Shanghai. Um, it rolls right off the tongue. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so, Republic just like all Shanghai. Of so Real easy. Are. So pros. Pros. They're both yeah. pros. So Shanghai um, at the time, right, there were turn of the 20th century it's a very international city it's a port town so like there's english there's french like there's like different quarters of shanghai um i think during the 1930s and also in the 20s it was called the whore of the orient because it's where all the drugs came from and they had a way of naming things back in the day whore of the orient Orient. yeah i want to go there I think everyone wants to go there, man. Yeah. yeah. When you hear that, it's like, well, well I got to well, check this out. Yeah. <laughs> I hate fucking my wife, so I'm going to the Horror of the Orient. Also, uh, local local Portland uh, <laughs> history is there's they had these things called I think I've talked about it on the show Shanghaiing, where they'd find drunk sailors uh, that are hanging out on the Willamette River. They'd knock them over the head, bring them into these tunnels, and they'd wake up on a boat to Shanghai, where they'd become like weird sex. 
well, not sex, but like slaves, no, they become slaves. Much. Yeah, that's the term Shanghai. Yeah, Shanghai, like okay? law, like taken away. It's yeah. History is very odd. Okay. Yeah. This is you know this is uh. Hey, Shanghai means to kidnap someone. Yeah. Yeah. You got Shanghai. Yeah, yeah like Shanghai, like taken against your will somewhere. Yeah, yeah. city that. Yeah, they used to do the white, <laughs> yeah, poor they named, white they, people. That's what they named the city after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all these white, Holy poor shit. white people, are getting stolen. <laughs> so Shang joins right in this corruption, this big city Shanghai town, and he starts working with the Green Gang. Um, gang, and uh, he his main job. He's never been connected to any of these, but he was taking out. He was doing these assassinations for Sun Yat-sen's rival nationalist leaders. Again, Shang was never pinned for that, but the Green Gang was going around whacking Sun Yat-sen's, like, other nationalist guys, you know? Uh. Um, but, I mean, here's the thing. So Sun Yat-sen, he's, ach he's achieved this revolution, right? He has his little government going on and the, the north's fighting him he's like now it's time we got to do some rebranding and now that shang kai-shek is big enough where he's a regimental you know whatever the fuck i said uh you know he's invited to the big dog meeting and all, with all the other high-ranking officials and they transform the alliance society into the kumingtang or the chinese nationalist party the kumingtang wait it, i thought it was kuomintang am i just I feel there's probably a bajillion. I, I, I've heard it. I mean, like, in some of the documents, there's like Kuming Tang. Some of it's like Kwaming Tang. Some of it's, I don't know. I'm going to call All it right. the KMT. That's how they abbreviate it. There we go. <laughs> cool. I like Coomers. I thought that yeah. was good. How yeah, we're the Coomers. Coomers. <laughs> we got Coom flavored Tang. Yeah. So the KMT, Chinese Nationalist Party, is formed. Um, there we go. That's the official shit of. Chiang Kai-shek and Sun Yat-sen. Um, so now, within the KMT, Chiang is still kind of a small fry revolutionary. Right? I said he's at the big table, but there's still big, bigger guys there, right? He's just a military man. So he got slighted by a few of these guys, and he decides to resign from the KMT. Um, but he kind of remains on board doing military training. I don't know. Chiang is in his mid-20s at this point. And he's making some decent income with the military academy. He's living in Shanghai. So he slipped into what they called moral degeneracy. Basically slamming that puss and doing gambling. Yeah, I was, he's mid-20s. He finally banged. Yeah, finally True. banged. Wow. Nice. So his once 19-year-old wife is an old whore, <laughs> and he's got to toss her. <laughs> And get a real one. Yeah. Well, well, I think he had banged her before he went to Shanghai because he already had one son with her. At some point, he was like, "Oh, was hey, honey, I'm home. I drink that boiled water. I'm gonna die soon. We gotta fuck." <laughs> Travis, and his name was one son. I'm assuming. Yeah, one son. Yeah, <laughs> Mohegan's son. Yes. Um. Now the thing was, was he's in Shanghai. Uh, you know, he's he's banging around. And he adopted a son around this time. So basically, his egg roll exploded at the wrong time in someone and made a baby. So he had an adopted son. Does, wow. that, make, whoa, whoa. does that make you eating the egg roll feel uncomfortable? He had an adopted no, son. No, I might dive right into my second one. Uh -oh. Yeah, dude. I'm going <laughs> to actually eat the whole thing. Wait. Wait. An adopted son, and he banged someone. No, though? he had a son, and then he oh. had to adopt him because yeah. he okay, wasn't. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, 
You want to claim it as a legitimate. Right. Or a bastard. Yeah. Right. School name, bastard. Bastard one. Yeah. yeah. This is my dope son, bastard. One one plus bastard. Bastard Regan. I call him Bass for short. <laughs> Lance. Lance. This is my boy Stripe Bass. Lance Bass. This is Big Bass Regan. <laughs> this boy's called Big Bass. So right when Shang is like kicking loose in Shanghai, right, he's just hanging out, he's banging, whatever, he's having a good time. The second revolution occurs. And what? this time, the Manchu Peking government is against the actual KMT, the Kuomintang. Um, so Shang is called back into action to defend Shanghai from the Peking invaders. Um, but this time... Uh, Sun Yat-sen and the KMT were taken by surprise, and Yat-sen and Shang were forced to flee back to Japan yet again. Oh, oh. back across yeah. the sea. Yeah, it's time to go back to Japan. They're going to be jumping back and forth from Japan to China a bunch. How See, long is that ferry yeah. ride? Uh, yeah, like two hours. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. It seems like I feel Shang... like you could do it in a day, right? Hmm. Probably. Nah, it's like a week. No, China to Japan. China to Japan is probably like a day or two. But I think isn't Tokyo on the other side? Uh, I guess Tokyo, you'd, you'd have to go all yeah. the way around. Well, I guess but... you got steam power now, right? And there's steampunk in. Mike, it's 1920. <laughs> gasoline. Yeah, they, they got ships. Yet. They got ships that run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not rowing. It's not like the Vikings. Yeah, so it's like, steam. You know, the yeah, steam, steam age is over. It's no. over by then. I uh, gasoline. Steam had uh, a gas. pretty short run. Steam was very short. Oh yeah, that's why we have steampunk because. They were like, this is steam real early, so let's imagine the future. And then that future has never happened. Uh, what, yeah. One of the weird uh, art styles that I kind of like now, have you heard of diesel punk? <laughs> no. I've heard of diesel jeans. So, like, diesel punk <laughs> is diesel punk is like World, World War II steampunk. So, like, oh. super exaggerated World uh, War II stuff. So, like, cool. Hellboy's arch nemesis, dude. Like, that you ever see that movie, Hellboy? Yeah. Oh, he yeah. was a Nazi. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, like, like, gas mask I don't know. Diesel on. punk yeah. sounds Germans. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like leather. He had like the spikes coming out of his fucking arms and shit. Yeah, there's some cool artwork there. <laughs> all right, Travis. So, sorry. All right, so the KMT is now all of like the main people in the KMT. They're all in Japan now. Uh, Japanese are seeing what's going on in China, like that's having him this meltdown. And now for centuries. Japan and China had been like off and on war, like at war with each other. Japan is like kind of an opportunist during the Opium Wars. They come in, they take some territory. At this point, Japan controls Korea, which I think was an independent nation from China, but they came in and took yeah, it. Yeah, but like so. even barely. Like yeah, yeah. Um, so Japan controls Korea, and they're like itching to make moves. Um, into Manchuria, that dickhead of China. Mm-hmm. Um, Getting drunk and, off imperialism. Yeah, they're drunk off imperialism. They kicked Russia's ass in that war, and they're fucking riding that high. Um, Are they the only ones so, that ever beat Russia? What's that? We beat Russia. Germany beat Russia. Yeah. What was that? World War One. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. But didn't Germany lose? Germany beat Russia and then lost to the rest of us. (laughs) Yep. A stalemate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, the the Japanese are kind of itching. They want to go into Manchuria really bad. They they, they push a little bit closer at this time in the confusion, strangely enough, with the help of the British 
Because, again, the British, like, own parts of China, like Shanghai. It's very weird. It's, it's the 19-teens. You swing a stick and you're going to hit two British imperialists no matter where you are in the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. They're just going to be there. <laughs> We're going to be introduced to uh, Winston Churchill next episode, and he's very much like, The British Empire, I'm not dealing with this shit, stupid Chinese. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sounds uh, cool. like Winston. <laughs> yeah. I um, so now they they told the president of the Manchur the Japanese told the president of the northern government in Peking that he must submit to the twenty one demands. And basically what this is is just making Peking a puppet government of Japan. So they're like, hey, here's our 21 uh, demands. I think it had to do with, like, the rail... Like, they own control of the railroad. They own... Like, you can't be within a certain distance of these Japanese military bases. It's, like, basically just making Peking submit to everything that Japan wants. Okay. Heavy balls. Yeah. 21 yeah. questions. Tom, can I have the orange beer that's in there? Sure. Well, yeah, Tom, you said heavy balls is going to be, it's going to be heavy tip, because this is in our Manchuria, so remember, we've got to keep up our ball, our penis uh, geography going on. Oh, okay, heavy tip. Yeah, and also, if you're upset with me calling China a dick, shut the fuck up, and also, I think Scandinavia looks like a dick, too. I think most things look is, like a dick. definitely looks exactly like a dick. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> isn't that how God made it? Yeah. yeah, Florida. Not Florida. <laughs> well, Florida is another dick. Yeah. But Sweden and Norway are the is a hanging shaft, and yeah. Finland is the balls. Yep. <laughs> we are living on Long Island, which is just like a trimming of a foreskin floating in the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I was gonna say yes. something. Long Island, say uh, calling Long Island America's foreskin, not far from the truth. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't know China it feels was so like. small. <laughs> Long gone. <laughs> that's a bad one. That's a bad one. <laughs> Yeah, China looks really big on a map. Are you sure that's a dick? Yeah, why are you complaining? <laughs> you gotta cut that one out. I'm gonna show for that one. <laughs> no, we're. I, it'll get worse. Mike, stay in the yeah. game. Yeah, I'll say one. Game. My name's I'll not Mike. I, I don't know any of these guys. Something uh, I will say later. I don't know what it is, but it'll come out and you'll be totally absolved of anything you've said that's uh, yeah. off. Then humor. you can be mad at Tom when he says it, I'm and then you're forgiven. Yeah, exactly. You can disavow me. So now the Peking president, he had no choice. Remember, the, the North is the internationally recognized capital of China. The Peking president has no choice but to submit to Japan because they have such a badass military. Um, and most people in China were like, dude, like you're giving up. You're, you know, you're basically turning China into giant, like mega Japan, right? Like they've turned into Voltron, like, right? Like they've fused into China. You're giving up China. You're fucking us up. Um, so support for the KMT, the Kuomintang, uh, starts to grow. And uh, during this time, Sun Yat-sen and Chiang Kai-shek are slipping in and out of Japan and they're gathering support. Um, they actually recruit a whole bunch of southern warlords. Remember, the warlords are the, the governors, whatever, of these big territories. So they're like, hey, dude, you don't want to be like a pawn of Japan. You got to join the KMT in the south, and we're going to fucking make China China again. You would right? hear those southern warlords now. Hell yeah, motherfucker. I ain't Japan. I ain't no Japanese. Make China great again. I ain't yeah. Japan. Why not? So, uh, the, I like anime though. With with the Peking's president in like the, sh the his approval rating on the shitter, he's like perfect time 
to change our government to a constitutional monarchy and make myself emperor. Smart. Great. Lit. Good time, right? Very smart. I, I just wish Trump had figured that one yeah. out. Then we wouldn't yeah, be in this right. pickle today. <laughs> um, so now, now that he's the emperor, a uh, bunch of the southern provinces, these warlords, like, secede from the Peking mon now monarchy. Um, Shang actually led um, troops in Jiangsu province. He got his ass kicked, but at the same time, it was enough for like the warlords, more warlords to join on. And uh, this emperor only lasted uh, three months before stepping down. Because again, he's got pressures from his northern warlords. They're like, whoa, dude, like, what are you doing? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, he tried. He made yeah. it three months. It's a good stint. A full quarter. I mean, Trump tried a day on January 6th. He gave up. Uh, he was already in Mar-a-Lago. Um, okay, so, uh, again, Peking stays strong as a government because even though the emperor's out, we've got all the warlords. It's still the international <laughs> north. Um, Every time you say PK, but, I think of RuneScape. Peking? Is that a town in RuneScape? No, nah, it's like a... Like a really good ability or some bullshit. My friend always says it's like PK Fire Cape, some bullshit. I don't know. Sorry, Travis. See, you I always continue. think of you duck. cut that out. I don't know why I said that, but I, I always I'm, think of I'm like not, duck. I don't edit these episodes anymore. Please, so. yeah. I always think of duck corpses in a Chinese window. Peking duck. It's just awesome. So Looks good. so good. I'm fucking hungry yeah. again. Peking duck is so. You're eating an egg roll while this I know. is. I know. I wish I was eating a Peking duck right now. <laughs> yeah, I'd go for some duck. Uh, so, all right. So Shang and Sun Yat-sen grab this momentum for the you know in the south against the Manchu provinces, and basically Sun Yat-sen forms another government this time in Canton, which is like near Hong Kong, um, the bottom part of the ball, um, and he makes himself. Now it's interesting. He makes himself in two different books I read. One of them calls him president, and in the other one, it calls him supreme leader. <laughs> A little different. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, but in both of them, he's also referred to as the generalissimo. So love it. Great yeah. name. Forget about. What about the supreme president? Right? He just wears supreme clothes all the time? Yeah. Like, what if uh, he changed his name to Generalissimo Supreme President? I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I was president. Me too. Now, so even though he's maybe yeah. a supreme leader, Sun Yat-sen really has no power. It's all rests in the warlords. And now from 1916 to 1925, this time period is actually known as the warlord period, period of China, where there's two governments in the north and the south, but the warlords are all duking it out. It has nothing to do with the governments. Um, so you can see why this gets confusing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll follow. It's basically along. like chaos states yeah, for the like next fucking... two decades. Now, Chiang Kai-shek does some recon in Peking in the north in Manchu, um, and he's seeing if the, some of the factions up there want to join the KMT. He's scoping out the military strongholds, um, and he returns back to Sun Yat-sen. He's like, "Dude, I got the perfect plan. I'm going to call it the Northern Expedition." It's going to be a full-out assault to the north. He lays out all the numbers of men they need, all the tac battle tactics they're going to do. Sounds like, that's great, but we need more strength. So, you know, whatever. Start and, lifting. And, 
Yeah. <laughs> In 1918, Sun makes Chang commander of the Gongdong Army, and, nice. and this was part yeah the Gongdong, the Gongdongs. You got a dong? Yeah. Yeah. So and this was trying. This was uh, Sun Yat-sen kind of consolidating his army all into the south and trying to build up this push for the northern expedition. All right. Got to start um, somewhere. That was actually one of Sun Yat-sen's last appointments because Sun Yat was like, dude, I'm too old for this shit, and he retires to Shanghai. <laughs> he retired? <laughs> he retired. But at the same time, he was retired but still running everything. It was one of those things like, I'm done. I'm too old for this. Keep in mind he's like in his 40s. I just want to have <laughs> sex with whores all day. Yeah, yeah dude, work at home and have sex with whores. Yeah, yeah he's, he's basically working remote. Like, he's just like, oh, I don't want to be in Canton anymore. <laughs> just, you know, CC on I mean, CC me on the emails, anything important, yeah. and we'll be all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shang's work in the army pushed the Peking army back and helped secure the South. Um, and then again, <laughs> Shang retires. There's a whole bunch of people getting, <laughs> getting a position and then retiring. And this time, Shang retires because one of the Canton warlords that was in control of his army made him pissed off. And he's like, fuck that. I'm out again. Um, he right. goes back to Shanghai, too. So you've got Sun Yat-sen and Chiang Kai-shek both in Shanghai. Just this time, was that? Just sex. retiring with each other, you know? Yeah. Giving each other little retired hand jobs. <laughs> yeah. That's a good Kissing, friend. retired kisses. Now, this time in Shanghai, um, Chiang Kai-shek isn't so rich. He's barely scraping by. And, uh, you know, it's said that the hit, that guy, Kimmy or whatever, was, like, basically paying for his meals because he was, like, so broke. Wow. Um, but eventually he was coaxed back into joining. Sun Yat-sen's like, dude, I'm still kind of, even though I'm retired, I'm still pulling the strings. You have to go join the Canton Army. Like, you can't be hanging out here loafing and gambling. You got to go fight again. So he goes back to the Canton army and starts fighting. And then Good. Sun Yat-sen, after that, gets reelected as the president supreme leader of the KMT. So they took like a little break. They're like, eh, I'm going to work remote from Shanghai. I need a siesta. I just need yeah. to clear my head. So now we're in the 1920s and uh, Soviet Russia is a thing. Remember we talked about the incel uh, Lenin, right? And um, so when Lenin came in, he withdrew all of Russia's imperial holdings in China, and he called for China to have open and free elections. He's like, dude, communism is going to be everywhere, especially in China. All I remember from Lenin episodes right now is his fishwife. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. <laughs> that's, all I'm that's all that's in my head right now is yeah, his fishwife. She's <laughs> hanging out fishwife. <laughs> she had the body of a crayon. Now, this sexy. is kind of interesting because um, Sun Yat-sen is, he's described as a nationalist and like a Republican, like he believes in a republic. Um, but he also had a plan, even before Lenin kind of pulls his dick out and is like, hey, Soviet Russia loves you. Um, Sun Yat-sen had a plan to redistribute a lot of the land in China back to the Chinese peasants. I mean, Chinese peasants were... They were, they had nothing. You know, like, these are like dirt people. Like, what do you they, mean? Like today? 
Dude, China. Hey, Tom. I hope I hope this isn't a surprise. China has a bigger <laughs> middle class than we do. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. We have nothing, do we? we don't yeah, have we have nothing. Yeah. Go to patreon.com slash roast morning cats. <laughs> yeah. Before don't, you go there, you, go to my Venmo. What are you trying to listen to a poor podcast? <laughs> yeah. Make China, us rich and yeah. then you won't feel bad listening to us. Yeah, exactly. China just overtook us in like GDP or something this year. It was like they're the richest country in the world. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. I believe a lot of it. Um, I believe it's for our, our interest. Though. But they're communists. I feel like so interesting i feel like sun yat-sen and he's still sun yat-sen is still somewhat revered in china um shang kai-shek absolutely not but sun yat-sen like is still a lot of the communists like took some of the things that he said and he kind of twisted it um to kind of fit their narrative so he's not completely like if you mention sun yat-sen you won't have social credit taken away from you in china you know, get kidnapped in a van. You wouldn't earn any social credit, though. It's just like a neutral. A neutral. I, yeah, yeah, maybe. I think you can hang a picture of him if you really like that style. You're yeah. not getting Shanghai. No. Yeah. They won't take your CSGO skins. Um. <laughs> yeah, they won't take to, won't take those away. You can still fight kung fu masters the, until you dishonor them enough. The Chinese have the biggest Counter Strike in, in China. That's where they hide all their money, is in the skins on Counter-Strike, because you can't have, like, a <laughs> cryptocurrency. They have these skins that are, like, worth thousands of dollars and shit. Well, Seriously? Yeah, you'll see these Chinese people, like, the craziest inventories, like, worth thousands. Oh. Apparently, oh, like, all these, like, newer games in China aren't even allowed to have, like, guns and shit. Like, they're... Yeah. They're uh, they're doing some weird censoring, yeah. like, no cleavage. Like no I think CS is different over there, too, a little bit. It's like, I don't think it's blood or anything like that. Or Yeah, you just sh it's shoot. It's guns. It, it, it's Splatoon. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Die Hard's ending is different in China now, too. You, see, you saw that? No, I didn't see that one. No. There's like, I know the Fight Club one is different. Oh, it's a Fight Club one. That's <laughs> right. different. Yeah, yeah. They catch them, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like a black screen yeah, of text. It's like, they got caught and arrested <laughs> yeah. and everything. Yeah, they got rehabilitated normal. after 15 years and released into... Oh, I can't do the action. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I mean, it's or a good it's ending. Fucked. It's fucked. From what I know, it's a, it's it's a, it's a good alternative. <laughs> so, Shink, so Sun Yat Sen is into this like oh, kind of redistribution of land to the peasants. It's something that he didn't really share with the warlords. But the thing about the Chinese is they keep really good diaries because that's part of like Confucianism is like keeping track of your life. And stuff that's a good like thing. That. I don't so, remember shit. That's also kind of why it makes <laughs> that's kind of why it makes it so hard is because there's so much information. Oh, can we yeah, fake like, and every too. single person is giving their angle of what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oof. So Dear Don, um, shit. <laughs> Some shit like that. Soviet now Soviet Russia is kind of weird because uh, during this time. I've inter as I keep mentioning internationally, the Peking government is what's recognized. But Soviet Russia is playing both sides. They're like giving support to the KMT in the south, but then also working with Peking government. So it's kind of like we recognize what Sun Yat-sen wants, and it's kind of closer to communism, but we're going to hang out with the Peking government too. Okay. Um, and one of the things they did in Peking, actually, was they started spreading communism and Karl Marx. Uh, General Lee, not not me or oh, the my racist. Oh, your 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 hero. Oh, your grandpa, Robert E. Great <laughs> grandpa, Robert this is, E. The word, this is, I read. This is Jet Jet Lee's grandpa because it's L I L I. Okay, oh, Long Island cool. Lee, dope. <laughs> Long Island. That was Lee. a bad one too. 
Uh, General Lee, who would become the KMT's... That's actually kind of interesting, too, because General Lee is the northern general that's fighting the south. <laughs> kind of weird. So General Lee, um, he would become the KMT's major rival. He founded uh, the Study of Marxism at the National Library in Peking. And the head library, librarian and personal assistant was none other than Chinese Mario Mao Zedong, also oh. known as the Peasant of Hunan. Mao, the f- most famous of my professional uh, colleagues. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> another, right. another scumbag librarian. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, he's one of our trust okay? Us. Yeah. <laughs> Whose side are you on? <laughs> <laughs> They're reading too much. They know too much. Can't so, trust them. So the Chinese Communist Party, or the CCP, was founded in 1920, but it was nothing more than just kind of like a social club. They'd like talk about Marxism. Chinese philosophy, apparently, um, they like to, it's like a Chinese dinner, right? You, you have all your philosophies out, and you can just kind of pick and choose what you want, right? So they're kind of like, how can we integrate Marxism into Confucianism? And, you know, it's not like the hardcore Chinese communists yet. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. It's like mellow. Uh, I, they're dabbling I, in communism. They're experimenting in it. Mellow yeah. communism. Diet communism. Di- yeah, it's it, it's not exactly exactly Pepsi Crystal yet. It's not like the swaggiest. It's, of, it sounds um, like the college junior communism. Yeah. Like, oh, I oh. just actually read the Communist Manifesto and Marx had some good ideas, so now I'm into it. Where's my yeah. Che Guevara Fuck, shirt? I'm in. Yeah, they just hung up the Che poster. And yeah. They're yeah. listening to Dave Matthews, yeah. man. Where um, are you going? Continue. That song is fire. I say I saved I saved all this talk for the end. Before we end this episode, we've got plenty of uh, flashlight, fun ancient flashlight experiences. It was just like dead yeah. skin in a pouch. <laughs> <laughs> so talking about dead That's, skin, uh, Shang's mom died in 1922. <laughs> And he That's headed it. back to see how to mourn. <laughs> Sorry to laugh. It's just a name. Is I just yeah. did that to fuck That's a you sick up. Sick name. Not to oh, laugh see at how. it. <laughs> this is gonna end bad. I feel like this for yeah. us. I don't think this is for Shanghai Shek or for yeah, us. Shanghai Shek. <laughs> she hey. see how she died. Yeah. So people were kind of surprised by how long Shang was taking. I don't know. His mom died. That sucks. Like why? <laughs> what a pussy. Mad? He's still crying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, we don't even uh, know who our moms are. We have, like, one dad, but who fucking knows? Yeah. So, unfortunate timing for Shang, because while he was mourning in this area of China, Sun Yat-sen was like, time to launch the northern expedition that Shang proposed. I'm mourning, though. Yeah. Shang was like, what the fuck? And he's, like, telegraphing to, like, uh, you know, Sun Yat-sen, and, like, He's watching all this happen, and the northern expedition, the first one, sizzles out. It fails. Shang Kai-shek was like, what the fuck? But then people are also pissed at him because he proposed it, but he wasn't there for it. It's, oh, damn. Yeah. It's easier to propose when you're sipping Mai Tais on a beach that might sound like Mai Tai. Uh, <laughs> oh, also, so where he's from, that sea cow, like, that's apparently like the... Like picturesque China that you think of with those like hills, oh, oh like the like the, rice, and like the tiered rice patties and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Bamboo so, China. Yeah, it's a panda in every corner mm-hmm. selling tchotchkes. Oh, well, high five in them. Yeah, a couple of Gucci bags. Nice <laughs> Gucci. 
USA? So, next to USA? Yeah. So the USA. Peking you know, government you know sends USA China. USA is that? A... It's just USA, but they call it USA, so ah, they could sell USA. like USA is made in USA. It's made in USA. <laughs> oh, it really is place called USA China. They actually do really? that. Yeah, and that's it's cool. all just oh, man, like, just bootleg shit. Oh, I thought it was like a Jar Jar Binks joke. No, no. For <laughs> I swear to God, USA are you made in USA China? Loophole. So P- the Peking government sends a message out to Sun Yat-sen after this northern expedition fails, and they're like, "Yo." We're both buddies with the Soviet Union. They want us to get along. Come up to Peking. We're going to talk it out with the Soviet Union. We want a union between the north and south of China. But it was a trap, dog. Because the second that Sun Yat-sen left, the Peking government had a... St- or while he was getting prepared, the Peking government had a sneak attack on Sun Yat-sen's residency. Sun sneak attack? Esca- yeah. Sun escaped thanks to the Navy... And Chiang Kai-shek um, rushed to his aid aboard the ship. I don't know if he paddled out there or something. Apparently, they spent two months aboard the ship. And people commented how Chiang Kai-shek was, like, basically, like, uh, French made for him. Just, like, doing everything. Everyone was like, that's not honorable. Was he wearing the outfit, too? Is that yeah, kind of why it threw everyone so. off? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think there was also something you mentioned before the morning uh, of the mother dying. And I think yeah. in that Confucius episode, I learned something about the mourning period. When your parent dies, you're su- supposed to spend like almost a full year mourning them and like not doing anything. Hmm. Oh, okay. So that uh, would make sense because he was like a hardcore Confucius. So like people might have been like, yo, dude, you don't have to do it for real. Like that's just like the Easter money shit. He's like, the Easter Bunny's real. If I don't be sad for a year, I'm going to get no eggs. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to have enough urine for my boy eggs. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, where are we going here? They're on the ship. Uh, He's They're on the ship. Um, I think I got these slides mixed up. Okay, Let's so fill they're time the ship. now. They're on, oh, the, the, they're on the ship for uh, they're on the ship for two months. They come back, uh, and Shanghai uh, Shek. Sorry, hold on. I think I messed these slides up. Awesome. All right. Well, Travis figures out his slides. Yeah. Um, Keep eating Chinese food. Yeah. So, do you, Travis? Do you have anything in the script about Chinese boy eggs? No, but those are one of my favorite delicacies. Yeah, so uh, I'll fill you in on the joke I said before. It's virgin boy eggs. Virgin boy eggs. You know about them? I know about them. You want to tell Connor about virgin boy eggs? Yeah, tell me and the Uh, listener. A boy pisses on an egg like a virgin boy, and it's like supposedly like the best cuisine you can have. Is it a fried egg, a scrambled egg, a hard-boiled egg? egg. It's hard-boiled, and they boil it in piss. Uh, Oh, they boil it in the piss. Virgin boy piss. Yeah, this is a real thing. Hold on, I'm gonna Google it. It's a purest of pee. So you get a virgin boy to piss a lot, and then you boil an egg in I, his piss. I think you go to a school with to children. learn how to do it. No, you you groom a bunch of children <laughs> in the in the Republican oh. vernacular. They love you, that word. They learned yeah. what it meant last week by reading a 4chan post, and they're like, "We gotta call all the Democrats groomers." Yeah, they love that. <laughs> they love using that word. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, and like, uh, God. Weird eyes. Virgin boy eggs are a traditional dish from Dongyang. Wait, Xinjiang. are they straight up called virgin boy eggs? Yes. Yeah. 
China, <laughs> in which the eggs are boiled in the urine of young boys who are presumably peasants, preferably under the age of 10. Oh. Now... That's like good pee. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, yellow Gatorade. Uh, the name, Tong Zidong, the dish translates literally to boy egg, is a springtime <laughs> tradition of the city where the urine is collected from prepubescent boys. Oh, so they're doing that right now. It's springtime. It yeah. is springtime. <laughs> that means the boys <laughs> they got are piss in that cup. They are yeah. handing out lots of free Capri Suns. Now, here's my, <laughs> here's my follow-up question. Is it better or worse if the, like, do they want them drinking lots of water or do they want them a little dehydrated so that there's a color I th- to see, it? I think asparagus. <laughs> I'm no expert on boy pee, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to read this Wikipedia while Travis is figuring out his right, slides. So I'm all here's, set when you are. We can keep talking here's about the, boy Here's eggs, the though. question before we move on to Travis's. How much would it cost for us to buy four boy eggs and have them sent here? <laughs> I think we could just find a boy here. No, I want the real thing. You want yeah. the Chinese boy? I need, it needs to be a Chinese peasant boy under the age of 10. That's definitely getting flagged mm. in customs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just four yeah. hard-boiled eggs. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta ship them in Why are they yellow-tinted? What are these, Easter it's eggs? Easter, yeah. <laughs> Chinese Easter. Yeah. These are rabbit eggs. <laughs> That's what they call them. Yeah. They come okay, I figured, I, I figured this all out. So all right, they, more they're more almost, on boy eggs later. <laughs> yeah, more on boy eggs later. That'll be their next intermission. <laughs> um... So I think they're they're on this ship for a few months. They come back. Things kind of settle over, even though Sun Yat-sen almost got killed. Um, But, you know, they got to keep up their government. Um, And after this experience, the Soviet Union kind of ups their game with the the KMT, the Kuomintang. And they 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 put they start devoting more and more to they're like, dude, these guys are resilient. Like this guy almost got killed. This is our hope here. Um, so Sun Yat-sen is like, dude, Chang, I'm going to go send you the Soviet Union and over in Moscow, and you can go study them and like learn how to fight. I mean, this is post-World War One; They have experience, right? Now, Chang <laughs> sure, was pretty sure. out of place in Moscow. Uh, there what were do you Chinese, mean? <laughs> well, there, actually, you there, was a, there was a lot of Chinese people there at the time because the CCP was... Still, it was starting to grow, and they had their representatives. It was international. Yeah, but Cheng was kind of like, yo, fuck off. I'm not a communist. Like, I'm I'm a nationalist. It's different. Mm. Um, now, uh, while he was there, the Russians told the CCP members, the Chinese communists, that, you know, and they had grown throughout the north and the south at this point, and then going into the mid-20s. Um, but he's the Soviet Russia was pretty much like you need to work with the nationalist KMT. Like you got to get in there because these are the boys. Fuck Peking. It's all stupid and shit. You know. I mean, uh, I I didn't say it. <laughs> yeah. So Sheng was like, no way. We're not having fucking commies in the Kuomintang. There's no way we're gonna do that. Not at all. And he's like, then he kind of came comes around a little bit. He's like, all right, they can join our our party but they had to renounce the communism and like join the kmt first this is a uh, arrested development cut there's yeah. no way there's commies <laughs> coming in this kmt okay so there can be a few commies yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but they gotta say the kmt comes first yeah yeah, yeah. 
DMT. <laughs> the next week, the KMT was crawling with commies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I said, the, I feel like the more I read about Mao Zedong and like the Communist Party, that we're really going to kind of go into the next episode, um, it seemed like they were just pretty much the stooges for Moscow. Like, anything that Moscow said... The CCP was like, okay, yeah, we'll do that. All right, yeah. You know, yeah, so, white people, so cool. Yeah, so they started to join. Actually, so that was a big thing about Sun Yat-sen. There was a quote when he was there, or uh, something he said when he was there, when uh, he was like, why the fuck are you reading like le- like Marx? Like, learn about Chinese people first. And don't you see, like to, he's telling this to the communists, he's like, don't you see that we're like trying to kick out the British and the French, and you're just replacing them with like the Russians? Like, yeah. you're, you know, he's like, why the fuck would you, like, align yourself with Soviet Russia and join their, like, world Soviet? That's what we've been dealing with. Mm. <laughs> mm. Good point. Good point. Mm. They've yeah. got vodka. They do. Yeah. They do. They have mail-order wives. <laughs> they know how to party. It's true. Yeah. They stay in shape. They They've fight got, they bears. Fight, yeah, I was about to say that. They box bears. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they ride reindeers. Do they? Yeah, there's reindeer people in Russia. Those That's the uh, Sami people, probably Siberian That's somewhere, um, Finland. Yeah, but they're connected. Uh, I'm sure, what they're called. But yeah, they're like they. That's what they do. Is they hang out with reindeers all the time. That's awesome. They probably have real big dicks. A lot yeah. of depression. I wonder a lot, why. A lot of suicide. They say in their area. <laughs> so continue, Travis. Come on. Yeah. They're no. Shame is in Moscow. He's talking to the Soviets. Even though he was pretty oh. combative when he was there towards Chinese communists. When he comes back, everyone's like, oh, no, Chiang Kai-shek's a communist. Like, oh, look at him. Like, we can't trust him anymore. He's like, well, I was there, and I hung out with all these dickheads like Mao Zedong, and they're all like, yeah, Marx. That's like when you go with your gay friends to a gay bar, and then the rest of your friends are like, uh, Tom's gay. And I'm like, well, I just went, like, it was a thing. I was just friends. Some guys bought me some drinks. It was fine. Yeah, I was just there. I meet out with a couple of them. Yeah, you know, I was like, (laughs) no, thanks. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. But they don't want to talk to straight. They want to right, talk to gay so, dudes. That's why you got to act gay. So, <laughs> so in non aggressive yeah. gay. Yeah. So, so Tom, in this analogy, where if you went to the gay bar and you're like, "I'm not gay," Shang does the equivalent of like the next week, like sucking a dude off in the bathroom because that's awesome. Yeah, he because he he seizes a, he seizes a foreign foreign custom house in Canton. And the British and French, they were British and French co-owned. They storm in with their boats, like, you're about to, like, siege the city. And Chiang Kai-shek famously says, We no longer look to the West. Our heads are pointed towards Russia. <laughs> so he's like, I'm not a yeah. communist, dude, but, like, we're not looking at the West. We're going to go... <laughs> you know, I, I'm not going to... I'm not going to say I suck this dick because I like cum. <laughs> but I, I suck this dick because I love communism. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Respect, Russia sir. starts sending a whole bunch of military advisors <laughs> to the KMT in 1924. And uh, Shang and a Russian advisor named uh, Mikhail Borden. Oh, dope. He sets, they set up this military academy called the Wampoa Military Academy. Uh, and Russia also gifted 2.7 million yuan to this academy. I don't know, the 13 bucks. But they set up this academy, yeah. This will buy you one desk. Yes, two hot dogs. <laughs> they call um, it yawn. 
Yan. Yan? Is that what the currency is? Yan? Yeah, Yan, Yan. It's still Yan today? Yan. What is it today? It's Yan still. It's Euros? Is it? Euros? Yeah, it's close. It's actually US dollars. No, it's Lira. It's the old Italian. Yeah, the old Italian. They made that work. They they were trading in I think before this period they were trading in like Mexican dollars oh, or something like that randomly, like what? during that Quinn Dynasty like that was like the that was their exchange yeah it was like Mexican pesos? silver dollars Chinese or currency yeah. right now Rook, is right? the renminbi oh how many renminbi's do you have one oh wait and then it says Chinese yuan though. I don't know. Wang. One's probably digital. One Chinese yuan is uh, 16 cents. And then the renminbi... Oh, this is the, weird. So yuan is the unit of the account. The currency is called the renminbi? What the so fuck like a buck. Here's two renminbis right? for So your it's work. like dollars and... Bucks. Greenbacks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a bunch of IOUs. It's, is that the Fed? Are they, is that their Fed? I don't know. I'm I'm on Investopedia now, so I'm in a dark place. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're you're in a hole. Stop, right. sir. So so Mikhail Borden is there. There he sets up this military academy. This military academy is going to be important for Shang Kai Shek because Shang is tra- is training all these officers. So every all these officers are loyal to him. You know, he's personally training. He's not just overseeing anything. Oh, nothing's ever gone wrong with the military being personally loyal to one guy. <laughs> yeah, especially when they start mm. bringing in German advisors during oh, Nazi famously. Germany, too. Yeah, Never gone famous. bad. <laughs> nice. Classic. <laughs> uh, Shang also decides to send his eldest son, with uh, the one with Mao Fumei, to Moscow to learn um, and study the ways of the Soviet. And he, that son would be there for like 13 years and like marry a Russian girl and then like forget how to speak Chinese. Did he fight on the Eastern Front? He he can only do a very conservative ballet. Yeah. Yeah. Dance around fucking black pubes poking through his his, uh, little tutu. So 1927 or 1924, let's pause on Chinese politics for a second and you know shang's just doing his military academy now let's jump back into because this is going to be important moving forward and i purposely kind of wanted to keep this all together because we've got so much weird political shit going on virgin let's Boy jump X. into let's jump into shang's love life awesome yeah. let's okay, find him so, a date yeah so shang was pretty much a strained estranged with his uh with Mao Fume, the first wife. Now, as I mentioned, concubines were a common thing in, in China. Remember, and we got that oopsie son. Well that oopsie son was from a woman named Yao Yao Shi Shang, uh who became one of Chang's concubines or maybe married Chang. I don't know if he did a lot to like rewrite his past. Um but for whatever reason, she was a concubine in um, Shanghai. Now, apparently she became ineligible to be his concubine after a man at a tea house poured hot boiling tea over her face. Huh. And then Shang was just like, nah. What is this, a dirty what place like Iraq? <laughs> what the fuck? Doesn't that happen in Hard Boiled? That uh, Chinese like uh, cop movie? 
I've just seen the clip of it on YouTube where a guy is like takes a hot pot and throws in someone's face in a fight scene. Uh, I've only seen The Sopranos <laughs> when he does it with a coffee pot. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. I remember, sandwich. I remember that layer cake. When they do it in oh, the first that's person. the movie I was thinking of. Yeah, that yeah. layer when cake we're done, scene. We should watch that hard-boiled clip. It's sick. All right. I want yeah. some yeah. eggs right now. So, yeah, <laughs> she, he's, he, she gets friend-zoned by a hot uh, boiling kettle. So oh, you look like a mess. <laughs> yeah. You're ugly. I don't want to fuck you anymore. You are busted now. And, also, and, I and honestly, she, probably didn't look that bad. But yeah. they, were, they were so picky back yeah. then. Put yeah. a bag over her head. That's fucked up. Fine. It's like, no, no so, permanent scarring. It's just going to be red for a week. I'm going to hit mm, it from the back. No, thanks. <laughs> so I mentioned that first son that he had with uh, Mao Fume went to the Soviet Union. His The second son, the adopted son, was sent to Nazi Germany for military Oh, training. interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. again, playing both sides. See where, yeah. <laughs> see where see the where apples fall. <laughs> I was picturing this fucker just showing up like all like fucking happy to learn and study and just like this terrible, <laughs> <Nazi> terrible <laughs> utopian place. You think just... Germans yeah. sound weird? You got to hear yeah. one of these Chinese do a German German accent. <laughs> the other way around, a Chinese <laughs> accent with the German. Yeah, Einstein, right? Autobahn. Yeah, actually, I. I, I don't want to really do the accent, but Shang Kai-shek had a very staccato uh, uh, way of speaking, even in Chinese. What does that mean? Oh, like that. Oh. You sound like a Boston person. Yeah. Wicked sick. Fucking douchebag. Yeah. Sorry. Are you right So Mike's choking on his boy egg. Oh, man. Oh, my boy egg. He's a shell. Piss is just dropping down my throat. <laughs> yeah, Mike, we'll give you the poached boy egg. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you just thought about that, right, Connor? <laughs> How do you poach it? You just, isn't he just poached egg is you crack an egg into boiling water. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it'd be cracking an egg into boiling piss. So just scramble, a urinal. So scramble it's a, ur- a urinal <laughs> of vortex piss. Yeah, that's not a salt. crab cake. That's a urinal cake. On the you're, side you're laughing at a, a the fine <laughs> delicacy. <laughs> it's really, it's really disrespectful. Yeah, Connor takes the cake now. On uh, I think Connor's racist. Oh, wow, <laughs> for the most racist. The, yeah. the poached eggs. The most racist. The poached here. boy eggs. Further, uh, the culture, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Okay, so we've oh, got. We've, I'm, we've got... I'm assuming that Namba loves this meal. It's the Namba meal of it's choice. It's their favorite. Yeah. They have a whole buffet of it. Could take yeah. out. They don't even need to be virgins. Boy egg fries. They yeah, fuck I'll take whatever. Ginsburg had one on once a morning with uh, with grapefruit. Yeah. He, fir- he first cracked a boy before he cracked his egg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this uh, this woman Yao, who may or may not have been of his, uh, you know his wife that got the hot tea in the face, she's friend zoned, and now Shang is looking for another lady. Remember, he's still married to like Mao Fumei. Sort Does, of doesn't matter. Um, now Shang complains to this new lady. Uh, her name is Shen Jury. Um, she he complains that Mao Fume isn't putting out. Like, dude, my wife's not fucking me. Will you fuck me? Maybe we should get married. Do you think she was like, yeah, because she's four cities away from you? <laughs> yeah, yeah right? she's not fucking. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My old bag of a wife don't put out no more. Oh, that's weird. I don't believe you. <laughs> So so Chen became becomes his concubine 
and then they get married. Oh. And the night the night of the wedding, she got syphilis. Ooh. <laughs> she just got Wait, it? What? <laughs> well, she, she like, got died? How do you know? Uh, <laughs> because we know that apparently uh, Shang Kai-shek, during his party boy days in Shanghai, picked up the old brain cheese syndrome. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so the night of their wedding when they had, I don't know if they were like weird, like, let's go to the mall and and hold hands, you know, before this, but <laughs> it's the only time I really see yeah. Chinese walking around. So they got, they got married. Uh, she got syphilis and then Chen or Shang Kai-shek paid for Chen to get treatment for the syphilis and then left her infertile. Lit. I mean, that's that's a risk of banging, man. You know yeah. what? That's uh... <laughs> I mean, honestly, I didn't choose to be born. <laughs> that's true, Mike. None of us chose maybe to be that's here. For the, maybe a lot more man. people should have syphilis. At least you didn't have to make eggs. <laughs> that's true. Well, now I know so, how to make eggs. Around, around, this, around the time that the military academy was formed in 1922... In walked Song Mei Ling. Oh, she sounds hot. Yeah. This now. is too many fucking names to remember. <laughs> Holy fuck. I, I'm sorry, Trust Travis. me, Mike. I wrote, Mike, I wrote this script specifically not naming a lot of people. For that reason. <laughs> we got to talk about... She's oh, a big There's like full-on sentence names. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Mei Ling. Just think about some chick I like from that. Texas, right? Mei Ling. That's her name. Yeah. So this one's got she's busty over there, right? She's she's rocking almost an A cup. And... So <laughs> so Mei, Mei Ling uh, was from a family, the Song family. Remember, I mentioned there was a son and Song. Um, I know the Song. Yeah. So the Song the family song. had been part of the KMT for years. In fact, old haunt, horn dog Sun Yat Sen had tried to get with Mei Ling's younger sister. There was nearly a <laughs> 20-year difference. Yeah. Oh, so we're going that route. No incest, we're going that route. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's uh, honor we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Ancestry. Also, keep in mind, uh, Sun Yat-sen was a Christian, too. And so oh. were the sons. So was Mei Ling. Mei Ling was educated in America. She spoke perfect English. She was hot. And she was a Methodist Christian. I mean, so, what is she temptation is hard. What's she doing with a dirty boy like Chang? Well, right. Chang Chang really wants wants to remember. He's just like a Confucius dirty boy. Like you know, I, I don't even know if he had a Buddhism. I don't. I don't really know what his religion was. I think Confucianism is the philosophy. Yeah, it's probably it's, Taoism. Yes, Taoism. Right? I think so. Yeah. Or yeah. what's the one? The Taoism. Taoism. Taoism too. Some, Something like that. I just or Buddhists. Like there are a lot of Buddhists. In Buddhism, China. Yeah. Hinduism, that stuff, and then you can have other philosophies on top of it. Yeah. Oh, Hitchin Mitsurugi style. So yeah. yeah, Confucianism isn't a religion. If you're confused about yeah. that, it is the a philosophy lifestyle. of how to live. Yeah, a yeah, it's a lifestyle, bro. It is a lifestyle, like juicy, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, life is good. So, yeah. so or Shane... Margaritaville, exactly. Yeah. No, that's Shang, <laughs> Shang wasn't the only person that wanted Mei Ling. In fact, the Russian military advisor, Mikhail Bordin, who was also married, wanted her as well. And he was supposed to be a, I mean, a Soviet. I see, we were um, right. Remember, she is hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and remember, he was supposed to be a Soviet. And one of the big things, especially around this time, was that like Soviets don't 
you know, concern themselves with love. They do everything for the state. Uh, How bleak is that? Like, goddamn. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, so back then, I mean, that still is like, oh, God. I mean, what do we do for love now? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, we, we don't I do watch, anything for the love. Soviets would I just have type in on like... YouTube, or I mean, not YouTube, Google. <laughs> yeah, you Google it. <laughs> I you, Google love you, nowadays. Do you duck, duck, go it? What's that mean? Uh, it's just a, a, an anonymous browser. You've never heard of DuckDuckGo? I, I let my information Is that like hang pile? out there. Okay. Ask Jeeves. Yeah, Ask Jeeves. Nah, it's, it's, it's a little different. <laughs> it's a little, yeah, it's Alta Vista, basically. It looks just Opera. like Alta Vista. <laughs> I'm on it's supposedly Bay. anonymous, but uh, you know, 90% of the time you have to use Google anyway because yeah. it's not a great search engine. <laughs> okay, so this Mikal Borden like, is like, dude, I want Mei Ling. In fact... Mailing's sister found Bourdain's journal lying out in the courtyard. Uh -oh. And in it, Bourdain had uh, written, Mailing, my darling, Mailing, my darling, like hundreds of times, like a sociopath. What a gay. Like in the journal. <laughs> <laughs> he's just taking notes in the meetings and just writing her name over and over. He's just yeah, this he's is a like romantic. A, That's what it this is. This is like a full grown man, though. This isn't like a boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's misunderstood. Yeah, he's a, he's a military officer. Yeah, he can be misunderstood. <laughs> no, you got to be very well understood. Well, that's, I mean, that's yeah. why we're talking about him today. This is a Russian guy. This is the Russian okay. guy, Mike. It's a lot yeah, of I names. Thought a, I thought he was a Chinese guy. Oh, I'm off. All right. So the, the, uh, <laughs> Chang finding out about the Russian guy was discouraging, uh, and it also probably made working with them really awkward at the military academy. But he kept at it, and basically he asked Mei Ling's brother, a guy named T.V. Song. <laughs> Sick name. Yeah, right? I fuck with that TV, name hard. T.V. Song. Uh, he was big in, his favorite song on TV is Green Day. Um, yeah. American he, Idiot. He was the first yeah, VJ. American Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi, T.V. Song. Uh, He's so the guy TV, in the astronaut costume. Yeah. I was yeah. going to do more. I had a bit. I can't <laughs> yeah, keep can't doing keep it. <laughs> Tom's racist. So, so he asked he asked her brother, he's like, Hey, would it be alright for me to marry Mei Ling? Now TV's like, Whoa, dude, don't you have like three wives and syphilis? And like, you're not Christian at all. Like, you know, you can't marry my 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 sister. How'd that um, go? Now, Shang was kind of surprised because he's like, dude, whoring, like concubines and shit, totally fine in China. Like He's like, well, what do I need to do? He's like, I guess I gotta become a Christian. And he's like, if I do that, like TV, could I be, you know, her husband? He's like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, so Shang so starts. Yeah, TV's Shang busy. Start he's listening to something on vinyl. He's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> 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 what are you asking me for, bro? What the fuck yeah. out of here? <laughs> Whatever. What did you say? <laughs> Whatever, Chang. Hey, uh, this so is TV Sung, coming to you live from <laughs> Shanghai. So, Shang starts to read the Bible. He actually read the Bible twice over. Lit. Uh, and while he's reading the Bible, he's courting Mei Ling. They're hanging out. And a bunch of times, Mei Ling's like, yo, like, I have a priest here. Like, you want to get, like, baptized? But Shang was like, no. I just want to make sure that before this idiot dunks me, I'm cool with JC, dude. Like, I take the shit serious. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So he laid it down quick. He was probably the worst date, too. They would go out, they'd have, like, whatever, uh, a flat bread, and they'd be walking through a garden, 
And he'd be like, yo, you ever read that part of the Bible? And she's like, yeah. And then he forces <laughs> Anything himself else to talk her. about? And he just keeps talking about the Bible. And she, oh, I'm up yeah. to Job again. Yeah. yeah. You know what's sick? When he was in the, the whale, <laughs> he was like, are you even a whale dog? What is you? Yo, why do you bring two of every of them? Yo, who wrote this book? That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy that I got this book and I'm reading it. And I believe it. And she's so, like, yeah, TV. You want to see my holy ghost TV? <laughs> yeah, so thanks, TV. My, thanks, my brother TV. Could have just married the guy. I want to uh, name my kid that, Television. Television? That's a sick name. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, his name is Mike. If I said his full name, it would confuse you. And it all, he also just went by oh, TV. Oh, you're trying to say I'm uh, illiterate? Yeah. Or dumb? Yep. You're American. Oh, re- re- retarded? Yeah. I mean, restarted? Restarted, yes. <laughs> Entirely restarted. I'm res- I had so, to restart my life. So, so this whole this whole re-reading the Bible and like mailing, trying to get him baptized, went on from 1922 to 1927. She must have been so <laughs> hot. Oh my yeah. god. She must have uh, been hot. Dude, it's hard reading the Bible. I mean, you read it twice, dude. And he's fighting people the at the same That's time. Fun. He's like shooting people and reading the Bible. She probably had like... Two sets of tits to make a man do that for five years. I got four boobs. Yeah, she was very the back. Po- <laughs> she was very popular with both Roosevelts, and you know that both of them. Oh, in, so wow. Well, DP. Do you mean Eleanor and FDR? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eleanor okay, probably had freaky? a pretty big cock. Oh yeah, think about it. probably bigger yeah. than FDR's. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, his didn't even work. <laughs> his was all limp and polioed out. Yeah. So, uh, finally, in 1927, Shang took the dunk and becomes a Methodist Christian. Uh, Before then, he made sure he tied up some loose ends, though. Um, He formally got divorced with Mao Fume, his wife of 20 years at this point. Um, And Chen, the syphilis girl, he sent her to America to study for five years, telling her that the marriage between... Him and Mei Ling was purely political, saying that they would get back together. He even went so far as to say, should I break my promise and fail to take her back, I may, uh, may the great Buddha smite me and the Nanking government fail. Oh, whoopsies. <laughs> Little did he know uh, he was on Team Jesus already. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, so he had a couple cross, uh, cross chopsticks behind his back when he yeah. told that little lie. Yeah. He has a Jesus tattoo yet, dude. the The worst part is, is that Chang found out, or Chen, uh, the girl, found out in the newspapers while she was in America that Chang had denied uh, Chen and him were ever a thing, saying that she was nothing but a paid concubine. Oof, that burns. Well, at least she's in America, where she'll certainly be spit on frequently. I had a similar conversation with someone like that. Someone with syphilis? Yeah. <laughs> what was your conversation? I don't want to say it over. Mm. I was like, you're so a whore to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when Chang took the plunge and with getting baptized, he cited some divine intervention where he prayed to Jesus during a battle where he nearly got killed and a snowstorm happened and unexpected reinforcements showed up. Whatever. You all had to have a story, right? Like, oh, well, I had to do it because of this. We all like stories. Every yeah. religion likes stories. That's yeah. true. Him and Mei Ling were married in 1927, um, and she is going to become a very important person in the coming episodes. 
Uh, but we jumped ahead a little bit because right, I wanted to just kind of tie off that whole uh, courting, mailing, and getting married. Let's jump back to 1927 or 1924 and wrap up the episode for tonight. So in 1925, Sun Yat-sen, um, again, he gets called to Peking. I guess he didn't really like learn his lesson the last time he was going to leave for Peking and they like raided his house like fucking what's his name Emilio Estevez what's the little kid that was a bad joke oh Emilio Gonzalez no Elian Elian Gonzalez Elios Gonzalez yeah did you know Janet Reno was like six foot two by the way what yeah she was a giant bear of a woman (laughs) she's the one who was just like uh yeah let's uh she's the one behind the atf yeah so the elian gonzalez thing that was her and uh waco Waco. she's just ruby ridge she's so fucking (laughs) retarded that lady Uh, and and chuck and chuck schumer too he was into that shit oh, too. Amy Schumer. Oh. Uh, Amy her Schumer. Dad. Yeah, her her, her Jewish dad. dad. Chuck Schumer. <laughs> so, 1925, she- Sun Yat-sen gets called back to Peking. He's like, "All right, I'm gonna go discuss talks with them." On his trip, he fell incredibly ill. Did what I say Sun Yat-sen or Chiang Kai-shek? You said <laughs> Sun Yat-sen. Sun Yat-sen. Okay. So on his trip, he fell. He became incredibly ill. The doctors took him to the hospital in Peking and found out that he had developed cancer that was being left untreated. He's a mm. doctor. Should have seen that coming, you idiot. Stop playing tennis and shit. Get out of your Mercedes, you dumb fuck. <laughs> um, son only lasted a few days in the hospital. He died at the age of 55. That's a good age to go out. Perfect time to retire. Yeah. You yeah. work all your life just to die, basically. Yep. Now, the KMT and Chiang Kai-shek's great leader was dead. And in its place, in his place, left a powerful uh, power vacuum, right? A, Everyone's going to want to be become the next Sun Yat-sen. Sure. Who wouldn't? And we're, we're going to save the rest of the story for next week. It's going to be a big yeah. suck-off fest. Who's going to be the big honcho? Big suck-fest. <laughs> so Sun Yat said he's dead. And uh, that's cool. I wasn't doing the <laughs> thing that we used to do where we had to end it with a dead person. It just ended up <laughs> lining up Good that fit. Way. Yeah. <laughs> it's better that we don't have dumb rules. Because mm-hmm. the show is the best now. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's how China do. That's how China become it. Can't wait, can't wait for the next part. Yeah. Can't wait to hear more about Mao. We're probably what is this could be a seventeen parter. Um what's the Chinese what is it? You're the rat this year? How many legs do rats have? Four. Four. Four parts. Four parts. <laughs> wow. We're gonna learn so much about China. Can't wait. And then probably never revisit it. China. I love China. You. I want to go to China one day. Didn't your sister go to China, Mike? Yeah, she was uh, said it was really hot. Like, the air quality was terrible, she said. Yeah, And she sense. stayed in the hotel the whole time and ate McDonald's. <laughs> Does that sound good, like L.A.? Good culture. Uh, yeah, a lot of pro skaters go to China because, like, like, everything's granite there. Uh, and it's, like, made... Ooh. Everything's, like, tiny for skating and shit. It's, like, perfect. Huh. But uh, I thought for the longest time they had, like, like f- a bad fog problem but just the pollution. Yeah. So all the footage... It's a lot of smog. Yeah. Like, damn, this place is always foggy. 
No shit. Oh my god, it's just pollution. Oh shit, Travis got a uh, Travis didn't care. Travis, yeah, he hates skateboarding. And he <laughs> loves peeing. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. I'd like to go to China, but like... I want to see it, at least to see what it's for. I want to see like the nice areas. Like, I don't want to be in a city. Yeah. I don't want to be in a city. Yeah. No, I don't want to be in a countryside. I'm yeah. going to go... That's what she was. She was in... Uh... Like, I want to take a, a steam... A riverboat up the Yangtze. That up the river. I wanna, yeah, I want to be on the wall. That'd be cool. I want to see how they did it. But I want to come from the north. I want to invade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to conquer the wall. I want to invade. That shit is I... massive. It's one of the biggest structure, human structures, man-made structures, human yeah. structures. People died structures. making that shit. Lots Crushed. of Chinese bones in there. Lots yeah. of Mongolian bones. Yeah, bones upon bones. Yeah. Anyway, Sorry, I had that. to make a sinful man egg for Mike. <laughs> Lit. <laughs> All right, so I guess uh, join us next week for more on boy eggs. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, make sure to get your boy eggs in time for next week. Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, next week, we're going to talk about some communists. We're going to talk about some Japanese. We're going to learn, I think, the funniest Chinese slur for Japanese people. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Awesome. So since it's, uh, we'll just wrap this up quickly. No need to linger on. Travis, mm -hmm. thank you for doing the research so far. Yeah, thanks, Mike, Trav. you are doing better a little bit. Not really. I mean, kind of. I'm still fucked. But, like... You're moving better I'm, like, fucked. Yeah, but I'm fucked. Yeah, but you're like moving better. My knee is, doesn't look right. When I look at it, it's, like, angled. Mm. It's all twisted. It doesn't... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, this, right, The well, swelling went away. I'm like, this does not look right. Oh, boy. Mm. Well, they'll fix you. We'll get you fixed up. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. help. Donate to Patreon. Yes. Patreon.com slash roastmortemcast to find uh, your ticket to a guilt-free life. Yeah. Uh, you true. donate a lot of money, I'll live stream me getting surgery. And I won't get anesthesia if you donate my whole <laughs> cost. Cover, I'll do it go. without anesthesia if you pay cover for the, the whole surgery. Cover the cover, whole cost uh, of the hospital. in one month. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Yeah, why not? That's like, gonna be like, a sick it. Twitch stream. Maybe Gaga Geese, maybe you'll donate to me. I know you're out there. And, uh... <laughs> so pay for my surgery. Please. And you'll feel happy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do... I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll do it without anesthesia to pay for the whole thing. Yeah, there it is. Hell awesome. yeah. Any other words before I'll live stream it. Be, besides, uh, we're gonna Shanghai out of here? No, I'm just... Yeah. Can't wait. I can't wait for my egg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's, it's boiling. coming. I'm going right, to give you that the boys. sinful man egg. Bye. I've been brewing it all day. <laughs>